Hello, and welcome to Through the Balcony, our 5th edition D&D podcast. This is the second episode of our homebrew campaign, Beneath Shattered Wings. I'm Adam, and I'm the dungeon master for this crazy little adventure we're on. If you're here after listening to our first episode, welcome back. And if this is your first time, welcome. Before we dive into tonight's game, I just wanted to let everyone know that Tim, who plays Thorn, will be joining us over Discord from now on. So, if he sounds a little bit more like a robot than usual, that's why. And honestly, who doesn't want to be a bit more like a robot sometimes? Anyway, thank you for sticking with us as we do our best to bring you something we can all enjoy. We appreciate it, and so does Jenkins. Noisy, sleepless Jenkins. With that, let's hop into the game and introduce our players for those of you joining us for the first time. I'm Andrea, and I play uh, Bitsy, the halfling druid. I'm Taylor, and I play Kizzy, the tiefling cleric. I'm Luke, and I play Olik, the half-orc bard. Barbarian. Barbarian. <laughs> Take two! And I play Olik, the half-orc barbarian. I'm Daniel, and I play Time, the tiefling fighter slash gunslinger. I'm Absinthe, the human bard. <laughs> Played by Rachel. <laughs> I'm Tim, who's playing far from a very, very far away. I missed something, didn't I? Yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> Alright. Before you left the desert city of Jarmulk, Rastin asked that you convey the recently freed Princess Amea back to her home in Dulcera. Though the princess was less than pleased with the situation, forcing her to leave the wizard behind, she swore that she would see him again. With that, you boarded your waiting ship and watched as the desert faded away behind you. En route to the island, your ship was attacked by another belonging to a band of pirates known as the Sea Spectres. A number of you immediately recognized it for the threat it was and prepared for battle. Between your preparations and being completely unprepared for the magic you brought to bear, the pirates were quickly convinced to break off the attack, leaving you to continue your journey unmolested. Without any other incident, you arrived at the impressive city of Dulcera, an impressiveness marred slightly by the presence of those protesting against the majocracy that ran the city. Choosing to avoid any trouble with them, you made your way up to the Dawnlight Palace, where the princess was reunited with her family, and you were invited to stay for a time as honored guests. Which is where we're going to pick up. The gnome Vistin is currently leading you from the throne room to the guest quarters in the palace. I'm going to follow the gnome. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You're taken to a wing in the north end of the palace. The rooms you're led to are quite extravagant, even by the standards of Kalos's palace. However, there's not a central gathering area. Each is its own contained room. There's tapestries and paintings and fine furniture, four-postered beds. Um, the views overlook the gardens in the palace. Is there a balcony? And you're, on, you're on the ground floor. <laughs> oh, okay. I just... Oh, we could look up. Yeah. I mean, there's these are the ten foot ceilings, and there's there's kind of chandeliers up on the ceiling. It's it's extremely impressive. I'm impressed. Each are taken to your own room along one side of this hallway. Whose room's gonna be the meeting room? Uh, yours. I think you just volunteered. Th- okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the middle room. <laughs> Vistin shows you the room. Um, I'm going to leave you in charge of. Another, uh, as head of the house, I have much to oversee, but I'm going to give you one of my assistants. Uh, Her name is Issa, uh, and she'll be in charge of taking care of you. If you have any questions, ask her. If she can't help you, I will see see your needs. Um, Before you go into the city, though, you're going to need to speak to Captain Reyna. Guests are not officially allowed in the Dawnlight District, so you'll need to talk to her about how you want to take care of it. If there's anything you need, please ask Issa. And 
you see a, a human woman kind of come forward and bow. Hello! Well, hello. I, I mean, so if there's anything you need, please let me know. I can't believe you're doing anything right now. Yeah. Tea. <laughs> hot water. This one's pissy. She wants tea and hot water. Mm. <laughs> um... <laughs> it's weird because we don't have like a quest or anything we're doing right now. We, we, we're just, we, we just like turned into quest, and it's like, are there any exclamation points? Right. Yeah. You guys hear the princess say that Rastin may have broken laws. Yeah. And then he took her from the crypts. Yeah. This is something that is interesting, is it not? I well, don't know if I want to know, but okay. What Based was the on name of the person we're supposed to talk what? to, Captain uh, uh, Captain Reyna, who you met in the throne room, or she's who met oh, you outside. She's the one in the pretty she, breastplate. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, the one that looked at us funny. Right. Nothing. From what I understand, the princess was cursed and then was dead, or at least they thought she was. So then, Rastin probably thought that he could fix her or fix the curse, not her. Don't fix people. Um, and then took her somewhere else out of the well, crypts. Stole her body stole slash body. statue. No, he had to have statued her before the curse took her. That's what he said. And then they buried her? They put her in a tomb. And, well, there's probably a, a family crypt because royalty. Yes. So there's probably a lot of dead bodies down there. And Ooh, she's probably not yikes. the first one that's a statue. That it's, doesn't make it any better. <laughs> no. no. And then he stole the body. His, his whole thing was grave robbing slash kidnapping. Yeah. yeah. So he's wanted criminal and he has to go to Kayla's for help. <laughs> yeah, because... I wish the best of luck to the princess. Well, trying to convince her dad. <laughs> well, I mean, she's alive now, so that does have to yeah. account for something. I mean, obviously. It's not like he took her and she came back worse. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be worse than dead. She well, just, like, well, yeah, yeah. I guess you'd be undead. Yeah. She's just a really bigger statue. Yeah, she's, she's got parts missing. She's own. just a stone golem now. That Ooh. would be cool. Ooh. And we're all having this conversation while Issa's standing No, I, I assume you guys moved into your room as a meeting, for, meeting room, because you volunteered that. It's kind of like, um, just, or we're just moving to the corner. But she comes like in this. while we're talking about missing statue parts. <laughs> <laughs> so you, she brings tea for Bitsy and any food you guys would request. It is kind of evening now. So. Okay, so show of hands, who has experience dealing with royalty? <laughs> well, that is exactly none of you. Yeah, precisely no. I was like, do merchant princes count? Yeah, do merchant well, princes count? I mean, then count? we all do. Kind of. Um, I talked to the princess on the way over. Uh, we talked to the chief. I talked to the, mer- the merchant princes are kind of just we really t- rich merchants. Who we talked just... to three undead kings. <laughs> well, two. 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 Two out of three. And then a lot Everyone we've talked to is just too warped to be. We actually have a decent amount of dealing with royalty. It's <laughs> not in a good way. Yeah. yeah, just not normal yeah, royalty. Ha- royalty that we haven't had to lie to, slash kill, slash let be eaten by a spirit. Or steal bows from. Or steal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I've talked to Kayla, so I have the most experience out of the party. None well, of us type. Does it really? I mean, no, he's a bit of an ass. Yeah. Well, he's not going to use it then. No. We were just talking about all the bad things that we did to royalty. Yeah. <laughs> this game's not over. Am I no. not? Did I miss no. something? <laughs> no, no, that makes sense. It's just time getting called out on something. Oh, okay. It's just like, oh, 
Everyone noticed. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You've only been shooting flaming arrows with the burning desire in your heart. I don't know. That, that's one of my better moments. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Whatever you guys want to do to wine diner evening. If Chill. If you only had just drink, but we can't go to the spider. Yeah, we don't own a bar here. We have to pay top Yet. dollar Yet. for the cat. Oh boy, franchising. I even know that concept. No. No. Well, Man. maybe, because the Sryroot Trading Company kind of exists everywhere. That is true. So we need to go find a bar. We need to go to the shadiest part of town. Okay, you need Oleg to find goes to find the shadiest part of town. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the shadiest part of town yet, okay. or even seen uh, any really shady parts of town yet. That's true. And the way things are named, it actually might be called, like, the shade town I was or like, something isn't like there that. a we'll dust? Go to shady town. <laughs> Got Don, where's dust? Dust Right next to it. Yep. Mm, the dust brink. Sounds like a good place for a bar. <laughs> this was the plan all along. <laughs> just, right. just this is how you win this campaign. I mean, at some point, I would like to go so find... This isn't actually Dungeons & Dragons, it's just bar owner simulator. <laughs> Call the police! There's gonna be a bitsy spider on every block. <laughs> well, no, you gotta have the bitsy spider, the, the raging half-orc. Mmm, oh, this is nice. We can name him after all of us. <laughs> The, the tiefling with a book. <laughs> the tiefling without a book. <laughs> Absent. Absent. <laughs> Who would really want to go to a bar that always bears Absents? I was like, that's the one thing they don't serve. <laughs> what happens if you get past that many bars? Then you have the itsy bitsy spider. <laughs> the stone, the, the stone maiden. The stone, stone maiden. maiden. The stone. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, Adam, why did you do this to us? That has to be the bar in this town. <laughs> because Adam Bea could be doing tax, doing taxes in Stone Maiden and just get really angry every time. Did you just, make those assholes? Just throws the book across the room and goes, where are they? Send more assassins after them. Oh. I don't care what happened to the last bunch. You just know that once a month assassins are coming in. <laughs> oh, guys, it's about that time. So you guys just gonna chill and talk in your room for the night? Sure, until everybody else wants to go to bed. I was like, we all just stay in that room. (laughs) Kizzy wouldn't care. She's used to sharing rooms. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything to do. Uh, Not at night. It's a... Do you happen to have a map of this area that I could keep? Um, um, I could definitely procure that for you by the morning, if you'd like. I'd love that. So yeah, by the morning she will have... She'll bring you a map of the city. Okay. It's not the most extremely detailed map. It's just very general. Oh, here's these kinds of things in these areas. Which will inform you that the Everlight District is where all of the colleges are located. It's kind of the center of learning in the city. It's where most of the magical elite are at. Uh, The Horizon District is mostly merchants and crafting. It's where the Ethereum refinement takes place. Interesting, because that's called the Aether District over there. Aether District is where, is one of the residential districts of the city. It is tends to be the more non-magical residents in the city. The Dustbrink is kind of the higher level people in the city, more like the, the, the middle class nobles. Whereas the Dawnlight is the nobility of the city. The Dawn Sea District is just the ports, it's where there are warehouses and shipping. This, from just what you've seen walking through the city so far, it's a very different structure than other cities with it being closed off, 
It's much more controlled and organized. So everything has a purpose and it seems to flow much more naturally and the ships all coming in just unload their cargo and it's taken where it needs to go. Kind of everything in here, the city does have a purpose behind. But do you get to the cloud district very often? Um, is is it still there? Hmm? Oh, yeah. How does the barrier stay up? I'm not entirely sure, my lady. Um, I, I do know that the Evangard Tower houses the magical crystal that keeps the barrier up. Thank you. It's <laughs> all the explanation you need. Crystal! Magic crystal. Yeah. End of explanation. <laughs> you all rest in the palace for the night and wake up whatever time you feel is appropriate. What's the climate like here? It's warm. Is there a beach? Oh, there's oh, a crystal yeah. beach is all around inside here. We oh, gotta go get um, a hand! You, you are approaching... Beach summer episode. solstice. That's right. So it, it's warm. It's not tropical. The, this isn't a tropical area, so all the trees around here are evergreen trees and deciduous trees. So it's warm like it is here. I think Oregon coast. Yeah. I mean, so it, it is humid because you're right on the sea. Okay. And it's it's probably 80s because you're you're a little bit more north. So it's it's pleasant, especially compared to what you have been in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're sitting here like, oh, 115. During the day, I remember that she runs warmer too, so or she can handle. Warmer. She can handle warmer. Well, it's and it's it's nice anyways, just being not in the desert, and you can look out and see beautiful green forests. <laughs> and like I said, every kind of the entire coast is these just white crystal beaches. Jenkins knocking stuff over in the background. That's Jenkins. Morning dawns. Shortly after sunrise, breakfast is brought to you. Oh. Except maybe we'd be doing, like, a whole dainty thing. I mean, we just saved the princess. Come on. Eventually. I'm sure, like, I'm sure the royalty doesn't even wake up until, like, noon. Probably once there's an official announcement. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're probably trying to, like, okay, we gotta figure some stuff out. Then we can let everyone know. Oh my gosh, is there gonna be a ball? I wonder if we can go... (laughs) A ball is still in drama. Mango um, <laughs> and Mr. Just like, excuse me, just the Mago Kids episode the and the dance episode all, all in one. one. It might be oh. and shopping and shopping. Oh, gosh. That's because he was good. And, and other things. So, Issa does inform me that she hasn't heard anything from the king or queen or from Vistan. Does she know where the religious or religious slash spiritual part of town? Uh, I do. That would be within the uh, the Everlight District. Okay. Ma'am. Pitsy, let me um, tell you. I heard about this place back when I was in Dulcena. I really want to go there. The Everlight? Yeah, the oh. college where they teach all of the religion and uh, one of my little cohorts. I don't know what they're called. Um, one of the priests who stopped through had mentioned it mm-hmm. in great detail. And though I don't remember a lot of those details, I am very excited to go and visit it. Where would I find a library? Probably in the same also, place. Also the Everlight okay, District as well. that's what I and thought. Every uh, arcane college has its own library. Oh, cool. Um, as well as the Divine Lyceum, which I, I, I told... How many uh, arcane colleges are there? One for every school of magic. Like, we never see time again. <laughs> um, <laughs> a month later, first time! <laughs> Still in the library. <laughs> Comes out all disheveled, half-grown in beard. Like there, there is also patches. there is also the Everlight Archives, which any other knowledge that doesn't fit into one of those categories is contained. Hmm. That's probably where I want to go. 
then shall we take uh, our business to the Everlight District and Is that you want to go shopping? Um, I'm imagining we'll be here for a while. Those okay. shops will stay there. I, I'd like to go to the Everlight District as well. <laughs> Looks like, oh, look at Absinthe, they're going shopping. <laughs> sure. Oh, you're coming with us, Time? Yeah. What about Thorn? What are you doing, Thorn? Um, I would come, yeah. All right. With who? There's, there's shopping or there's a <laughs> educational trip? I would go shopping. All right, shopping All right. it is. Good shopping. We've effectively split the party. Yep. You can do shopping. Right down the middle. Who's going to check in with Captain Reyna? Oh, uh, we oh all shoot. Kind we of all do. have to, yeah. And we, we can't get out. We uh, haven't split the party yet. We're so can we? Together. Where is Captain Reyna at right now? Uh, she is in her offices right now. I could uh, lead you there if you'd like. That would be great. That would be wonderful. Well, thank you very much. So she, she bows and she leads you through, through this wing of the palace and out into the main entryway. And then near the front door, she leads you off to a side room up some stairs, and there's a door ajar kind of near the top of the stairs. You see some light coming in. Oh, she knocks very lightly on the door and you hear a voice from inside. Oh, who is it? Oh, it's, uh... It's Ma- Maid Issa, uh, Captain Reyna. Uh, I have the uh, the guests of the king are here. They wish to speak with you. S- send them in. Issa opens the door and motions for you to enter. Captain Reyna is sitting behind a large desk, a large stone desk. There's an open window behind her, sunlight's pouring through. She's got a cup of tea sitting on the desk in front of her, start of her morning. There is a large falcon sitting on a roost near the window as well. She stands as you all enter. I, I didn't get to properly thank you all for bringing the princess home. You don't know what this means to our kingdom. I'm sure that the king and queen will wish to speak with you, but at the moment, understandably, they are dealing with some family business. <laughs> I have been permitted to grant you access to the city. I hope you all understand that the Duskbrink and Dawnlight districts are off-limits to visitors to the city. So we'll ask you to be... You'll be escorted by guards if, as you pass through the Dawnlight district, as you are guests of the King and Queen. But you are f- free to wander the rest of the city as you wish. Well, half of us were hoping to go to the Everlight District, and the other half, I believe, is going to the Horizon District. Well, we will... You're, you're welcome to go there. Once you're escorted out of the Dawnlight District, you'll be able to access any publicly available areas of the city. But, so we can still come back here, though? I will, I will inform the guards at the gate that there are visitors, and I will give your descriptions to them. Oh, there's no password? Very fun. That means I can't be an animal. Not when you come in. I know. I'm pretty sure even then that the people that are in this district probably would not appreciate that. Large animals that are scary. Could be tiny ones. Mm. Small animals. They're scary. Small animals. Anyone noticing? So you guys going shopping then? Yar. Look at Absinthe. Keep an eye out for anything cute. I want to buy some new clothes later. Absolutely. Thank you. So we'll start off with some shopping a little bit. What are you guys going to look for first? Let's see what's around. Well, you see a lot. There's there's an entire industry here you've never seen before, which is the Aetherium refining. You see a number of larger places that are taking a crystal out of chests and loading it through a process where they grind it and whatnot. And it's a little bit beyond any of your understanding, really. But there's also any number of stalls on the street selling trinkets and whatnot. Uh, there are 
any number of stores you would normally find in the city. Weapons, armor, alchemists, a shop that sells scrolls, and a shop that sells more magical instruments. Not not musical instruments. Well, there might there there very well might be. Well, I would hope so. Um, But there is a much more prevalence of magic-based shops here. I'm a little disappointed that the magic instruments are not. Well, there might very well be. You haven't seen a magical instrument store entirely. But if you would like to do an investigation check, maybe you can find a magical instrument store. I mean, why wouldn't I? I don't know. Careful. What? <laughs> you never know what kind of contracts come with those. Mm, it's true. It's true. So just to, to th- the, the stores that do stick out to you immediately are there is a weapon shop called Deuce's Home for treasured weapons. The Razor's Edge is an armor store. Scraps and Scrolls seems to sell scrolls and, and books of magic. There's Lady Lyra's Outfit and Trade. There's Wizard's Wares. And there is Brewing a Storm. Uh, 15 investigation. You do find a stall that seems to sell <laughs> magical weapons. Or not, uh, magical instruments. Um, <laughs> of varying types. There's some woodwind instruments, you there's some stringed instruments. Weapons. <laughs> some magical bongos. I, yeah, I do need a drum. I am proficient in drum. It's All the instruments industry. are made... <laughs> In a, in a similar style, they're all made with with very fine metals or wood, depending on the instrument. Flutes tend to be wood. You have lutes as well, but you have also some brass instruments as well. But they all have a same kind of blue crystalline etching in them Ooh. that that catches the light and hits it and shimmers. Definitely approach. Early morning customer. Hopefully, we can. Uh, there's something here that catches your eye. What are the properties of these? Well, these are Ethereum-infused instruments. As you most likely know, Dulcera is known for its export of Ethereum and enriched Ethereum products. We just, as the source, we tend to have a better access to things like that. Uh, good connections. And so I, uh, all of these instruments have magical properties that will enhance your ability to play. Ooh. Not like I need it. <laughs> I'm still interested. Wow, I loved that. Oh, well. Take a look. Anything you have questions about, I will be happy to answer. Not that I need it. <laughs> I've got like a ridiculous. Even like a plus nine or yes. something? Yes. It is a plus nine. Hey, I'm making a mistake here. But a plus like twelve would be even better. It's though. exactly. So all these instruments are indeed a magical instrument. If you use them, it will add plus one to your perform checks, as well as spell DCs and spell attack rolls. What? If you yeah. use this instrument as the instrument you channel your magic through, it is essentially a plus one weapon for your magic. Hot diggity. Now the question is just which one to get. They... All of them. Well, let's see. Because I'm basically using my flute right now, aren't mm-hmm. I? So you could continue using it, or you could switch to something else. Flute. So you're basically, which, which weapon do you, which instrument do you want to use in, in combat? The one that makes people rip their ears out? Or... <laughs> no, they just run away. What we got? Well, I said there's, there's lutes, there's pretty much any instrument that you can think of. Shoot. He has a, a wide variety. Electric triangle. Oh, oh. Electric triangle. <laughs> I mean, does that count as a drum? 
It would be it's a drop. Percussion. Percussion. It is. Uh, I'm pretty much putting things into categories of you have woodwinds. I'm not going to say I am necessarily proficient in just this specific one. Right. Because otherwise, <laughs> it just says drum. I guess I would want a new flute because I have a cool lute, and drums require a lot more, like a thing over your shoulders. Well, that will be uh, seventeen hundred gold pieces. Was it look like? I mean, you described it, but... This flute is a dark, finely polished wood. It has platinum embellishments for the mouthpiece and the foot of the instrument, as well as all the keys on the instrument. And throughout all the wood, there is this fine, flowing, crystalline etching that, as you play it, glows a little bit brighter. I want one. Everybody buys a flute. Beatrice doesn't even know how to use it. She wants one. Do you have So how much is that? Seventeen hundred gold pieces. All right. So the other three of you, meanwhile, are traveling into the uh, Everlight District. Where would you like to stop first? Where do you want to go first, Ned? Uh, I'm. I'm the library. Well, there's several libraries. Yeah, so it depends on which library you want to go to. Uh, I'm fine going to the religious one. Okay. Since you guys are going there. Is it the one that has the non, or like the unknown religious? There, so there's one that, there's the all the magical libraries, there's the religious library, and there's kind of the catch-all library. Probably won't go to catch-all. Okay. I'm going to go with it's in the catch-all. Well, then I'm right. I'll go there as well. All right. So you approach, and this is a very large marble building. Columns run the, the entire front, hold up statues on the top of the columns that hold up the roof. It's just beautiful architecture. Dang, we know how to put this place together. Stairs lead up into into large double doors. Slaves, probably. Mm, yes, probably right time. <laughs> or magic. You enter, and it's a dimly lit room. It's comfortable. It smells of dust and ancient books. Mm. You see... <laughs> You're, 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 in, you're in an entry area that there are no shelves in this entry area. There's a few desks and there it's are okay. attendants if we were outside and standing soil behind. Smells, be doing the same thing. There are attendants standing behind the desks that seem to come to attention as you enter. Um, you see behind them, the library kind of spans out behind them. It is kind of a crescent building, and so everything's kind of on spokes in the center. You do see an upper level with further books. Are there any, like, patrons in this place, or is it just the people it's who work pretty there? early so far. You, Where you're at, you don't see any. Okay. But there's a lot of library, and there's probably places where other people could be studying in the back or at shelves looking for something. I didn't realize so many books exist. <laughs> and there's an archivist staying nearby that smiles. He goes, well, <laughs> and this is only a portion of what this city has to offer. Oh, where would like we find... we never see time again. ...spiritual-based... <laughs> Books. Well, if you're looking for religious texts, those would be at the Divine Lyceum. <laughs> not in particular. It's so, not really religious. Um, do you have anything here that might be related to uh, Kentha and entities similar to that? In Obidian? I'm not... Uh, Kentha I am familiar with. I've never heard the name Obedian. Um... I basically just turns water. I know, right? <laughs> I will smite you with my owl. I, I, could, I could have one of the archivists look. Uh, the, the Divine Lyceum may have a few texts. On Kenta, probably. Well, and, and 
Tavana is the goddess that is the bridge to spirits. So they may have some information in her texts as well. Pitsy, I could run over to the other library and see what I can find on Kentha there. And if you guys don't find anything here, um, maybe we can consolidate. Sure. All right. Sorry. Kizzy's going to run off here. What are you looking for, Ten? Don't know where to start. I'd probably help Bitsy see if we can find anything. So if you guys could both roll investigation checks for me. Okay, that's an 11. 18-ish. Can you even read? Yes! Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just curious. You're lucky that Asimp is not there. Look, his is isn't there. <laughs> no, I was just I, actually curious on that. Yeah, so. you can't assume that any one right. of us knows right. how to read. I mean, she didn't, know, she didn't know currency, right. so I guess it makes sense. Yeah. So what you do find, you don't find so. much. You find a... I mean, you rolled really well you, you you don't spend a whole bunch of time looking you just kind of are, are just kind of scanning things and there is a back corner of the library where something does catch your eye it is a tome written in druidic what Ooh, which nice. and that is the thing that catches your eye is the druidic markings okay i can't read that um, you also find some scraps of maps like ancient mm. sea maps that do list this island not as the isle of dulcera because as People know over time things change. In fact, it doesn't even have the city of Dalsera on this island. And it refers to this as Alea's Reef. Uh, I need this too. Alea. <laughs> okay. I need that. And I've, need I've got paper. Okay. <laughs> got paper. The, the, the druidic tome is not very long. Can he even press to digitate it, though? He can copy it. Okay. It just, just, it's just symbols. It's like pictures. Well, I just, you know. He's a it's, Xerox. It's, it's, <laughs> Well, it's something that, you know, he, sh- he can't figure out, otherwise I get in trouble. So. Looking through the book, it is not particularly detailed. It gives a few bits of information on what each of the spirit's aspects are. It does seem to be just a generic tome of... And it, is, it is extremely ancient, and as you're copying at time, you're, you feel like you need to be really, really careful. The pages all crack as you turn them. There is somebody in attendance watching you. As you're looking at this Can tome. you turn the pages and I'll just copy? <laughs> and they, they absolutely are, are okay with that. You, He's like, I'm not turning the pages. You, you're both kind of followed by someone the entire time you're in there. That's okay, fine, that's wait fine. For, wait for to come back and she can mend it. Alright, so, back to Olek, Absinthe, and Thorn. So Absinthe has got a new flute that... It's amazing. That they're, they're holding just with all the love they have. I'm gonna be just playing a little bit as we go. Alright. What uh? What are Olek and a Thorn keeping their eyes open for? I'd be looking for magical items. Anything um, in particular? Hmm. A ring of feather falling for sure. <laughs> um, anything that can make me a little bit more indetectable, silent, stealthy kind of stuff. Boots, cloaks. Um. You know, mm, rogue stuff. I think I could still use a magical rapier, or did I get a new one of those? I think I did. You got a new one of those. Uh, if I could find a magical dagger, I'd find that pretty awesome. What would you be looking for first? Weapon or magic? I'd be looking more for trinkets and items like that. Okay. Roll an investigate check for me. Uh, investigate... How about a nine? Um, with that, it's mostly because as the morning kind of gets going. The shops are all pretty busy, so you're having a hard time being as short as you are, seeing all the wares. But you do walk into a, a shop called a Lady Lyra's Outfit and Trade. They have 
an assortment of kind of bits and bobs. It's, I won't say a pawn shop, but it's kind of an, like, an oddities shop. People come in and drop things off and sell them, and they have an assortment of clothing that seems to be made in store. Looking through their potions, they have a potion of invisibility. Hmm. I'm not that interested in potions. I'll, I'll check back later, I they, guess. They do have a folding boat. <laughs> I'm not terribly interested in folding boats either. That's fair. As amazing as they sound. Alright, then, Olek, what are you looking for? Um, I'm interested in magical weapons and armor. Well, alright. For weapons, we have Deuce's Home for treasured weapons. And for armor, we have the Razor's Edge. Alright, well, let's start with the Razor's Edge. Razor's Edge. So you walk in, and the shopkeeper is a tall female elf. You, you walk in, he goes, nice to meet you, Olek. Uh, how did you do, Minnie? What's looking for today? Um, uh, <laughs> I'm looking for some armor. What you know his name, but not who he's looking for? <laughs> that, no, that really would put a like, like what, what? There is. It's like, well, looking for armor. I see you uh, wearing a breastplate. May I, may I take a look at that? Sure thing. She's she's a little shorter than you, so she's. This is good craftsmanship here. I, I believe I can do it one better, though. Hmm. Maybe even two, depending on what you're looking for. She's taking a dig on your boy. What? No! So she does take you to a rack of armor, and there is a finely made breastplate. And you can see etchings in that as well, with an ethereum-infused breastplate. What does it do? It just, the magical properties enhance the strength of the armor. It's an edge better defensively than just a non-magical plate of armor. I also have some padded armor that's a little bit more powerfully enchanted, as well as a chain shirt as well. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if you're a shield man or not, but there, I've, I have an enchanted shield. Not, not too into shields myself. That's perfectly fine. I also have some choices of adamantine armor. I'm definitely going to keep you in mind. No problem. Um, I think I'm going to be in town for a while, so you'll probably see me again. Well, I'll be here. Alright, so, Kizzy, you are on your way to the Divine Lyceum. Party. The day is starting to kind of pick up. I mean, you do notice you're getting some odd looks from people in the street. Nothing that you haven't experienced in Dulce Center. But it does stand out to you because it's been a while since you've gotten those looks walking down the street. There's a beautiful building made of glass and stone. You see see stained glass images on a dome at the center of the building. And you can't see what they are from here. Because you're coming at the angle. Um, There's a broad arched entryway into this building. And the doors are thrown open wide. There's a couple of branches that go off of that main central area. some, Some wings of the building that you see... More stained glass windows that are just beautiful designs. And you do sense an aura about the place as, as you walk up to it. You're like, oh, it's, there's, there's the presence of some kind of divinity here. Ooh. And you walk in, and in that main central room, in each of the cardinal directions, you see there's a door that goes off. One is the entrance to the building. But between those, there are a series of alcoves, each with a statue depicting a god. Beautifully depicted, and if you look up at the ceiling above, you see the stained glass sliver above that statue depicts that god as well. 
Oh, that's so cool. What? And you're not sure if it's by magic, because it doesn't match the angle of the sun, but the light from that sliver of window is on that statue alone. From each of those windows, it shines down on there, the god that it depicts. Oh, that's magic. <laughs> and in front of most of the statues, there is a priest of some kind. You do notice that all of the good and neutral gods seem to have a priest in attendance, but not all of what would be considered the evil gods. Okay, so there is representation of the gods who are evil, but no priests. But but not all of them. Some of them have a priest, but not all of them. Notably, there is a tiefling priest of Sim. There is a dwarven male representing Emberheart, the god of war. Haysha, the goddess of lies and shadows, has a drow priestess. Kaven has a tiefling female priestess who you do note has more draconic appearance to her tiefling traits. That is all of the evil gods representation here. Faton, notably the evil god you guys have dealt with, does not have any. His statue is there, but there's not a priest there. Well, Kizzy is going to go over to... So are there books in this area? Where there's the no priest... books in this area. There's actually there's a couple of attendants in the middle as well who do not have anything in their regalia that shows them as being a priest of any of the priesthoods. You know, I feel like that's Kizzy's, like, number one downfall. She never really has anything on her that shows, like, regalia of Aris. Or her holy symbol one. Yes, but she doesn't keep that out in public because she uses it. It's, like, something that she uses, so Mm -hmm. she would pull it out and use it. Um, So it's not something that she constantly has, like, visible because of the clothes that she'll wear. But um, if it comes up to, like, if it comes down to, like, oh, who... What are you doing here? It's like, ahem, like, <laughs> I have, <laughs> I've gotten my duties, but it's not something that she would constantly have on display. Aris is the goddess of freedom. You can kind of do what you want to do. She's my girl. <laughs> She's like, mom, you know. So there's a, cu- there's a couple of those neutral acolytes okay. um, that are sh- near the center. She'll approach them. Uh, excuse me, can you point me to books on um, Kentha and Solana? Uh, absolutely, I, we can. Just Please come this way. In Tivana. Hmm? Isn't it Tivana? In Tivana. There's Kent, Solana and Kentha is one, and then Tivana is actually the goddess who is the nature goddess, and also referred to as the spirit bridge. Yeah, but she's, like, got bananas. Like, the spirits are bananas. Oh. <laughs> she'll go with Kentha first, because that's what Bitsy asked for. Yep, that's, that's perfectly okay. fine. So she'll go and uh, follow that acolyte then. The acolyte leads you through the door opposite the main entryway. You go down a hallway, and at the end of that hallway opens up, and you're in a library, and it is a square library as opposed to the one they were at. And you, it's mostly shelves lining the walls of this floor and floor above. It's a few sh- small shelves scattered up, mostly tables, and there's a few acolytes studying at the tables. It, this, or this library does seem divided into sections. Uh, you do notice that just with your, what you know <laughs> of gods here and there, that no opposing gods are located next to each other. <laughs> For instance, Haisha and uh, Doima, they're opposed and they're... Everything with them are on opposite <laughs> sides, you, you've noticed that. Uh, so you're, you're led to the section uh, of, of Solana and Kentha, uh, where the literature on, on those two are. Mm-hmm. And the acolyte goes, if you need anything, please let me know. I will, thank you. So I want to try and find book on <laughs> Kentha alone and try and see what I can find out about him. Okay, uh, roll an investigate check. Or religion, whichever you'd prefer. My religion is higher. I'm also proficient in it. An unnatural 20. Alright, you are able to find books on 
it's it's more of a book like almost a storybook kind of thing. not written for children but mm-hmm. it kind of reads that like as a as a story about an how epic. yeah mm-hmm. about an epic okay you know you know that Tavana is Solana's mother that's according to the canon of the gods that that is how mm-hmm. Solana came to be and so she inherited from her her mother gave her the spirit of Kentha to be her guide and to, to roam the world with her and when Solana came into her god goddesshood I guess she and Kentha became the ones who guarded the barrier between life and death with her being the one who shepherded those across and Kentha being the one that hunted down those who were denying that right uh, but the Kentha used to be you get from that the Kentha was once just a spirit and that he according to the legend you you have read was basically given to Tavana's daughter as her aid. Alright, so after that, then she'd want to go to Tavana, like the books on Tavana. This will be an investigation check. That's fine. Because you're, you're more familiar with Kentha, as then that's why you get the religion on that one. It's only barely more. Say it. Um, 16. Okay. Uh, what are you really looking for specifically? Things that match up to what Fitzy have has like told us as a group and has just like kind of mentioned like um, mm-hmm. uh, maybe the name of Bidian because that's one she asked for at that uh, temp or at the other library. Um, like maybe what like the what spirits could be housed under if it's not religion kind of stuff. Like if there's like a index like see this book in this library in this city. Okay. You f- you find book uh, kind of it's it's a again kind of a basic primer on what Tavana is and because you're not as familiar with Tavana as you're not her acolyte, mm-hmm. but you do find that she her powers of nature are derived like why she is over nature and spirits is nature is devised of spirits all nature magic is these spirits and how everything in nature has a spirit of its own and to control that is to, is control nature is to control those spirits or ask their aid and that Tavana was gifted with the ability to speak with spirits and that she as a goddess chose to be the one that brought peace between the gods and the spirits and is the one that separated their roles into, into different things okay. and so that's why she stands on that bridge because there was conflict between them because the spirits are what the world is and the gods in whatever they tamper with the world or try to, to exert their will on it come up against the spirit. So Tavana, her role is to be the one that speaks to them. That is her She's thing. a mediator. She's a mediator. Perfect. Alright. Um, but you, you don't get the sense that any of her priests speak to them the way that you've seen Bitsy speak to them. What you've seen Bitsy do is something you've never heard, heard or seen of. Because you would have met priests and priestesses of Tavana in Dalsena. Because Every god has a temple there. All the good gods do. And they they simply go out and they all use their magic in in nature and kind of nature and them will work together. You've never heard them speak of, oh, I say I've spoken to a spirit. They speak to her instead of them. Yes. And the books that you do find out do seem to be older books. They're not necessarily like the most common of knowledge. It It does seem to be something that not everyone knows that she actually speaks to spirits. And it, it... your insight on the matter from knowing Bitsy helps you a lot to understand what that relationship actually is. So, 
Kizzy won't copy anything. She'll just take note of that kind of stuff. And then, so the other library, other than the one that we, the two that we've seen, which one is that again? There are all the arc. There's a, a library in every arcane college, and there's one arcane college for every school of magic. So there's eight libraries you've been to. After Kizzy was done looking at the book, she would go and find um, uh, an acolyte of um, oh my gosh, the one that she's just the her name starts Tavana? with Tavana. She would go and talk to one of the acolytes. Maybe an older one, potentially. Because um, he might know more. Yep. He or she, does not matter. Um, and ask them if they know anything about druids. You approach uh, an elderly dwarf, kind of tottering along, gray, wispy beard. You find him, and he thinks very hard. That term seems familiar, but I know nothing about them. I'm sorry. Do you know, do you know anyone who might? Ah. Uh, may want to speak to the priestess that, that resides here. You're true. But, uh, Thank you so much. You're, you're very welcome. <laughs> so she'll go and talk to that priestess after bugging. Tavana, bless your day. Thank you. <laughs> so you go, you go <laughs> speak twitch, to the main twitch. priestess? I'm not sure how to feel. So the main priestess of Tavana here is a human female. Is she talking with anybody right now? No. There. So you approach and Excuse me? Um, hi, I'm Kizzy. What's your name? Oh, my name is Kella. I asked one of your acolytes, and he pointed me to you, but I was wondering if you may know anything about druids or druidic, inf- like, uh, magic or anything like that. I'm familiar with the term druid. I, I know that they used to be practitioners of nature magic, but I, to the best of my knowledge, they went extinct hundreds if not thousands of years ago. As in the practice <laughs> died out that many years ago? As in the people. As in any 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 races, any anything having to do with druids ceased to be a thing hundreds if not thousands of years ago. So to clarify, you're saying that there was a group of people that were druids, not bound by race or magic? Well, I, again, I'm not very knowledgeable on these things. Uh, they were practitioners of nature magic that were beyond Tavana's domain. They supposedly worked with the spirits. I don't know by what means they did that, but those are only spoken of in extremely ancient texts. We only know that they at one point existed. We know nothing of their culture or what their magic truly entailed, because... They have not been seen since their enclaves disappeared many years ago. You know where these ancient texts may be. Do you have any here in the library? I was looking, but I uh, may have been in the wrong spot. We don't have any of our own here. Uh, there may be some of the Everlight archives. Oh. Uh, there may be an act, or maybe one of the archivists would know. But it's going to be very spotty information at best. Very little is known about them. I'm s- um, I've never had someone ask me. You. you know them about them. I- I've never had anyone bring the- ask me about that. I was not aware that. Boy, they just think Bitsum is the greatest thing ever, wouldn't they? Ooh. I I came from um, an area south where I learned of them, and I it piqued my interest. I thought it was very interesting, uh, especially since um, I. <laughs> it's just a different kind of um, connection to a spiritual being that I'm not used to, and so I thought I'd look into it. Thank you so much for your help, though. You're very welcome, Tabana. Bless you. Thank you. 
I don't know what to say in response to that. Oh yeah, well arrest bless you! <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Smack you in the face no. with the holy symbol. No! Wow. <laughs> On the chain, like <laughs> Man, I'm thirsty for some tea right now. You wouldn't do that to Bitsy though. No! No. She would never bless Bitsy. Could you roll a perception check? <laughs> yes, I can. I was gonna go talk to the priest or S of um Aris though. 16. You do notice that there's a couple times you've caught the priestess of Kaven watching you. I have a problem, Adam. I'm interested in her. But I don't know if Kizzy would be. I I'm Kizzy. Ah. I'm not. She's not staring at you. You just have noticed a few times that she is watching you. There aren't many people in this room. You're one of the few people of interest in this room. But you, you did notice it a few times that she was watching you. Is this the drow? No. The dra- The dragon. Oh, the dragon. The demonic Tiefling. dragon. Tiefling dragon. All right. Uh, so you approach the priest of Aris. Oh, Aris, bless you. How are you? Oh, I'm very well. Aris, bless you as well. It's great. I, this is the first time I've ever been here. How long have you been in Dulcera? Uh, I've been in Dulcera for over a decade. And you haven't left? Aris has me here. Oh, that makes and sense. And I am fine to stay put. It's a beautiful city. It is. I'm, the beaches. How are things in the outside world? Um, outside. How have you come here? I came via boat, as most do, I believe. Oh, yes. Well, wh- where'd you come from before that? Um, I was in Jarmok, but before that I was in Dalsena. From the Mother House? Yes. How are things at the Mother House? Um, to my knowledge, good. I spoke with the High Priest Grandin, or I corresponded with the High Priest Grandin about a week ago over a letter, and he said that things have been fine, and he... Good. Um, he did not alert me to any alarm or anything, but I just can assume that things are going well. Oh, that's very good to hear. That's so rare we get travelers in Mother House here. It's... I have just been following Arissa's guidance. She seems to have guided you well so far. How, so. how may I help you today? I just wanted to be around somebody who understood. <laughs> so while, you, while you're speaking to the, the priest, we're going to go back to the shoppers. Is there anything else the shoppers would like to do? I want to go in the weapon shop. Or or, to, yeah, in the weapon shop. Okay, Deuce's home of treasured weapons. Yes. There's a male half-orc who is very carefully polishing a broadsword <laughs> on the wall. Every weapon in here, every weapon in here is on like a cushion. Ultra mega display. And is... Beautifully displayed and taken care of. This guy. There is like a drawer underneath each one where there are care supplies for each individual weapon. Oh, his organization skills oh. make Andrea happy. There's, there's not just loose racks of weapons. I mean, there's a few that are of the more mundane weapons that are that are on racks, but even they are carefully and beautifully displayed. Be <laughs> still, your heart. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm home. <laughs> Don't touch. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, right now it's just carefully polishing an already immaculate weapon. The bell, it's a half-orc. It is a half-orc. I'm going to talk to him in orcish. The bell chimes the door above, and, and Dusa turns to look at you. Well, hello, welcome to my humble shop. <laughs> good evening, <laughs> sir. <laughs> good, good day, sir. Well, good day to you, too. I've stepped into your fine establishment, hoping to take a glance at your wares. Well, every weapon here is a friend close to my heart. Who should I introduce you to first? Ooh. 
name it That's a fine question. <laughs> what do you have that's comparable to this? And I'll pull the great axe of feral might. Here's a question for you. How well taken care of is the great axe of feral might? <laughs> <laughs> it might not be in the best of condition. I would take care of it, but I don't think I have time given the last, like, two months of crazy to have, you know, polished and... Taken care of, but also used. Yes, it's it's well-loved. He, he holds out his hands. May I, may I see him? I'll hand it. He, he kind of runs his finger along the blade very gently. Oh, you've, you've seen some battles, my friend. And he, he doesn't even, like, ask you. He, he goes over to his counter and starts, pulls out some stuff and starts... He starts sharpening the edge of the blade without, oh, and just keeps speaking to you. Because this this is a fine weapon you've got here. Sparks fly off the edge of the blade. Why, why thank you. I haven't, due to my recent travels and other employment, I haven't been able to take as good of care of her as I would have liked. Well, we'll, we'll make sure that she's... Ready for more battles. I'm sure you have some stories to tell, my friend, as he's looking at the axe. So let me introduce you to a few other friends I've got here. <laughs> um, he, he shows you a few racks of ammunition. Even the individual bolts of ammunition for crossbows have little individual slots they slide into and are taken care of. There's a lot of plus one ammunition. There is some plus two and plus three enchanted ammunition here. There is a dagger of venom that has a place of honor in the, in the shop. <laughs> there is a sickle, a sickle of warning, well outside your price range. But it, he, he tells you how it will glow when enemies wish you ill draw near. There's a, an arrow <laughs> of dragon slaying on a cushion as well. <laughs> Am I around? Because I'd definitely be interested in that. <laughs> yeah, you, sickle you, of warning. Well, the sickle of warding is uh, quite expensive. It's twenty five thousand gold pieces. Three zeros. Three zeros. No, no layaways there. No, there is there is a sword of life stealing as well. Um, what size sword? (laughs) It's a short sword. Okay. And there's a dagger of venom. I'm not sure if you heard that one. Any rapier? There, they have some some mundane rapiers, but no uh, no enchanted rapiers. There is a a bow, a pike, a sling, and a trident are the weapons that they have here beyond that are enchanted. Hmm, what's a sling? Uh, well, there's uh, two slings. There's a plus one sling and a plus three sling. And all the magical things here do have that Ethereum infused into the into the, the blades. Tell me about the trident. <laughs> I call this one Liss, for she she sings as she soars through the water to strike at foes. She's ever eager to make it her way in the world. Still polishing your your weapon as you speak, and he goes into stories about each of these and introduces them to you like they are living weapons. And by the time he's taken probably an hour to go around the store, he does hand you back. The Great Axe of Pharaohmite, which is as gorgeous as the day you first saw it, if not more so. Oh, how wonderful. <laughs> um, okay. I guess I've got some regular javelins. 
Maybe it's about time I get an upgrade. I also got these regular hand axes. Where else are you going to spend your money, my man? Seems like good as place as any. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't have any hand axes or javelins made at the moment, but perhaps if you're willing to commission them and I could make them for you. Hmm. Interesting. I do happen to have these and just, like, bag of dragon bones. And I think it's antique or claws. You have it's, lots it's, of dragon bits. So what what are you interested in? Ooh, probably <laughs> a pair of hand axes. All right, I can make you, uh... Here's your options for the dragon parts, which are fantastic. Oh, the beasts these must have come from. I, it was quite impressive. I could make you a pair of hand axes. Then I could enchant them, much like many of my friends here, to simply strike harder, sharper. Or I could make it to where they'll return to you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Returning <laughs> hand axes. How long will that take? How long would that take? Well, uh, I think if I get on them right away, I could probably get them to you within a week. That sounds wonderful. Uh, what kind of uh, uh, cost would that be? Well, gold-wise, if we're just going to do straight gold, no bartering, about 3,000 gold for the pair. They're not going to be ex- like I said, they're just going to be returning. That's going to be the magic I'll infuse into them. But they will never err to return to you, I can promise you that. But uh, if you wanted for the dragon parts here, I could probably trade for those, do it for yeah, 900 gold pieces, plus the dragon parts. Wow. Yeah, I think we'll go with uh, with the dragon bits and um, and 900 gold pieces. All right, and how about you, uh, little one? He turns to you, Thorn. Anything I uh, can interest you in? Uh, I think I'm good for right now. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just browsing. Well, you're welcome. Now back to the uh, the scholarly crew. So, time. Is there anything you're going to be doing? Okay, well, uh, after I help Bitsy with the copying of the book, um, actually, I do want to... Is there any... Can I roll any checks to see if I can decipher or pick up anything out of the druid, druidic text? You cannot. Okay, I just wanted to ask. Um, and it's a similar experience you've tried before with other druidic you've seen. Okay. You can't grasp it. Okay. There is something about it that is beyond your ability to even comprehend. Like, you know intellectually that these form words and sentences, but you can't see how. Okay. And it's not, like, there's no similarities between Akenian? None. None okay. whatsoever. So, outside of that, I would like to see if I can find any books on uh, history of tiefling culture. Certainly you could. Yeah. Um, is there anything specifically you're looking for? Uh, like time really has no idea. Roll, just roll on. You're going you're gonna to find something. Roll an investigation check to see kind of how... Uh, 18. Mm-hmm. All right. You, f- you find fairly specific books on their, like, the culture, and basically you find that tieflings are not really a welcome part in most society. Um, that that they they come from tainted human stock that they humans that have been tainted with infernal blood far back in their lineage and tieflings are those that it comes to fruition in and they are in general regarded kind, they they have a nature about them that is 
evil and infernal in its own way, and people tend to shy away from them. Some things make sense now. They tend to live sense. they live in kind of the underbelly of society, tend towards thievery. And the book isn't isn't being like really criticizing, it's just an observation and it even mentions that well them being shunned leads them to only have that course of action available to them for the most part. So it's kind of a self fulfilling prophecy in that we don't trust tieflings, they're going to be horrible thieves. We're not going to give them positions to, to fix that, so they turn out to be horrible thieves. Um, okay. you, it does mention that oh, there's, there's conclaves of, of tieflings that will live outside the, the bounds of society and make their own way. Um, and that there are some that will defy those stereotypes and live up to be something else, proving that the, the tiefling heritage is not just inherent. It is something that they can fight against if it is there. But... Nature versus nature. Exactly. Um Okay, and then another thing which I probably wouldn't be able to find in this library, but might as well check, is kind of like a overall like history of all the different gods and religions, just kind of a compendium. Okay, um, idiot's guide to religion. Yeah, you probably that wouldn't be too hard. Uh, just an overall like what each god represents, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, that sort would of be thing, like, pretty easy to find. They have something okay. here, obviously you're going to the Divine Lyceums where you're going to find the, the best source yes. on that. You find something very basic here. So you, the names of all the gods, what race the avatar of that god is, what their aspects are, what domains they tend to be okay. over. So is that all you're going to do here today? or? Uh, yeah, I think for today. Okay, Bitsy, is there anything else you'd like to do? Or you? Uh, well, I'm probably going to go make an appearance to the acolytes of Tivana, but we can do that another time. Wait, can Kizzy just send, do sending to Bitsy and tell her, Bitsy, found some info, head my way. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then tell her to Bitsy, so. Uh, I mean, it probably doesn't take me long. I'll join you. Okay. I have to go over there because I like to ah. stuff there. You just tell him, like, oh, hey, Bitsy, or Kizzy found some stuff. Can I have that yep. one? So, okay. you not using all 25 words, do you want, how do you want to respond to that? Because you have 25 words to respond with. Come would Bitsy understand sending at all? I think you guys have talked about it. Well, so what happened, yeah. what, what you see is Kizzy's image okay. like appears in front <laughs> of you. <laughs> and only you really see. It's not like a ghost. Bitsy, like, only you can save us. <laughs> <laughs> You're our only hope. You, you do kind of feel a kind of tingle in your awareness and you look up and an image of Kizzy appears <laughs> and, and delivers this message. And then Kizzy you, like, you feel kind of a magic awaiting your response. You say, oh, I'm coming. And then it fades and you... And on your side is when you see Bitsy's image appear right on the ground and go, oh, I'm coming. I could totally see Bitsy being like, thinking it was like really kizzy, like, hi, how are you? <laughs> it's very <laughs> ghostly, unless it's dead kizzy. Oh, okay. So you okay. go yeah. that way. I head over there. Uh, I guess the, the, you guys all head over there. Before yeah. they get there, I'm thinking it won't take long. Uh, yeah, maybe half an hour. Oh, okay, well then. It's a big district. That's true. Um, So uh, kizzy notice the noticing and she's like a little put off by it and so she kind of like she how many tieflings did you say were um there's two tieflings there three counting three me. counting you that's kind of a lot for one is two the, tieflings are for the evil gods or the gods who, there are no good god tieflings that you've seen though there's one that is sim who is a tiefling himself true so that one is not at all weird um, um and you do notice the draconic nature of the other tiefling the more instead of being more like ram's horns or more like standard devil horns or whatever, it is more the the sweeping back draconic horns, and the tail is more draconic and there's kind of that scaled nature of the skin that you are familiar with. Yes, he would 
probably approach. Watches you approach. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Blessings of Kaven be upon you today. Mm. Blessings on you today. How may the great dragon lord bless you today? I think maybe not so much him, but I did notice you, uh, your gaze my way a couple times. It was not subtle. You're gonna well, get asked not... out by a dragon lady. Would Kizzy notice the similarities between the two of them? I think that's what, like, maybe not at first, but then she'd get closer and be like, wait a second. Huh. Like, maybe when she... It's so rare that I see another tiefling blessed with the same blood that I have in my veins. <laughs> Excuse me? Well, it's obvious to my eyes that you have the draconic blessing in your blood. What gives it away? I'm really confused. I know nothing of my heritage, so this is very interesting to me. She's starting to get a little riled up. Oh, it's good. Well, obviously, she actually reaches up and kind of like brushes her hand across like your horn. He goes, well, you have a fine set of horns that are clearly... <laughs> is that much? I'm sorry. <sighs> we just met. It's just, you know. I, I get carried away sometimes. I apologize. It's just there's, there's a nature about you that's so very clearly draconic. Maybe, I don't think Kizzy would have ever put that too draconic, though. So this is a something for her right now. She's like... And t- you, your tail is more reptilian than Time's tail and the Priest of Sim that is standing nearby. And Selkies. And you're, you have noticed that there are differences in your features to other tieflings you have seen. This is the first time you've seen another tiefling that really does share those features. Her hand goes to where her um, holy symbol is and she just grips it through her clothes. It's warm. Well, as Kizzy, like, flusters, like, she is having a moment where she's like, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. I just do not understand. I, I'm a tiefling of demonic. Well, yes. And so is Kven. And you, your eyes are drawn to the picture of this dragon. There's this statue of a dragon behind her with the, the red and black light from that stained glass playing across it. And it... It's a three-headed dragon. Definitely dragon, not Hydra. And they're... Having now seen a dragon, it, it, it does look rather dark for a dragon. Rather vicious. There's something about the nature of even the statue that is off-putting to you and just makes you feel a shiver run down your spine. The accolade crushes on you. I don't think she's crushing. <laughs> she's obsessing, maybe. I will be here if you ever have any questions to ask. Thank you. You're very welcome. Because he will wander off. Have a good day, Priestess. Thank you, you too. She'll, um, go, wait, she won't go outside, because if she has to go outside, she doesn't mean she has to come back in. So she's going to wait inside for these two. <laughs> they eventually show up. And we're going to go back to the group. How are you? What are you guys up to? <laughs> Having traded dragon bits and gold for uh, some fine weapons, I want to go back to the armor shop because I still have a Miss Drake skull. Oh no. That oh. could make a fine either helmet or shoulder piece. Helmet. It could make a fine helmet. I, yeah, I'm kind of feeling the helmet. So, uh, yeah, that. that. I'm a fan of slamming Drake's so, skulls. On. Were you carrying it with you? Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> the whole time you've just had this. The whole time you right. just had the dragon bits and the skull with them. Well, yeah. that's that's fine because I mean Bitsy has the bag of holding. Yeah, no, she gave me the bits uh, to take to our Snurf Nevlin, um. and she didn't want anything besides the blood. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe the mist. The, the joke. Oh yeah, and the mist. So you mist. you go back. Well, welcome back. How how's your your day been since you last left? It's been like twenty minutes. No, okay, it was like an hour. It was probably shot. about an hour and a half, two hours. Okay. He did introduce you to every weapon, and I appreciate that <laughs> as you tootled away on your flute. Do you guys come with you tootles. So I'm just I'm just going to like Drake Skull. I'm looking for a helmet. For two hundred gold, you found one. Maybe I'm looking for. A magic helmet. <laughs> well, that's going to be a little bit more. Two hundred and five. Magically infuse it. Depends on uh, what we're looking at here. Uh, what can you do? Make it so your helmet returns to you and throw it. <laughs> <laughs> Come back to me later. I will. I want to examine the properties of this to see what I can best get out of it. Perfect. I'll, I'll let you know. It, it'll probably end up running 1,500 gold to enchant it. Okay. Absent the thorn, is there anything else you want to do in your little shopping trip? Um, I'm going to check with my contacts. I'm going As far as you know, there are not really much of a shade mantle presence on Dalsera. Well, I'm checking with the merchants, too. Okay. I mean, there is a small merchant guild enclave on in the uh, the Don Sea district. You walk in, you show them your credentials, and they uh, they welcome you into the guild hall. Uh, what, what what can we help you with? What are you interested it's in? Pretty epic. Um, I was just wondering next year. if uh, there's anything interesting going on in this city. It seems very uptight, to be honest. Uh, it's the nature. It's. I mean, there is the perhaps slightly more than usual. Frustrations from the uh, the yeah, working class. Yeah. You mean by upsetness from upsetness from the working class? Well, there's always some resentment in small groups among the non-magical population here in the city. Uh, recently, they've been they've been campaigning more for change, but I don't know what they really expect. Kind of change they might want. Well. They want better representation within the, ma- the the Majocratic Council, which is ridiculous because they don't have magical gifts. They seem to be a little bit silly in not knowing their own place. I mean, I can understand it's, no one wants to be unrepresented, but uh, there is representation for them in the lower hall, isn't there? Of course there is, but uh, they they want... They, they feel that they are the low class in the city and they get the low-paying jobs, which... Unfortunately, is the case because they don't have the magical gifts to attain higher positions. They can't work in the colleges. They can't work in Ethereum refinement. This is a city that lends itself to the success of magical classes. I myself am non-magical. I don't complain about it. I understand my place. I'm the, just the best damn merchant I can be. Yes. Has there been any uh, unrest? Or is it just... Uh... Rumblings. Well, usually you can f- 
find a number of points throughout the city. People standing up on their uh, platforms, trying to incite people to their cause. I'm not sure if you've seen any of that, of that throughout the city. A little bit. It's it's harmless. There's been no violence from it. Yet. Yeah, yet. That's... They they tend to keep mostly to the the Aether Horizon and Everlight districts. Uh, they aren't allowed in the Dawnlight district. Understandably, I'd want them around where I was if I was a rich enough person to not allow them to be where I was. Well, there there are some that work in that district. I I should should correct myself. They just don't. the The speakers are not allowed in that district. So, but there are workers and such, maids and carpenters and, and more mundane tasks that are completed by the people in those districts. Mm. They, they are certainly not a pestilence in the city. They're not viewed as a lower class. They just simply don't have the abilities to progress up the ladder as far as they want to. Well, does the, the guild have any need of work done lately? Uh, well, unless you're uh, looking to escort or uh, protect a ship leaving the harbor. Right now, uh, there's nothing going on in the city at, at current time, but we'll uh, keep you posted, certainly. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm sure that there will come a time when I'm looking to leave and I wouldn't mind monitoring some cargo on its way home. Well, you, with your record, you'd be more than welcome. Well, good day, then. Good day. All right, so, Fitzy, you, you and Time approach the Divine Lyceum. You, you walk through the front doors of this grand building. I mean, it, it's even some of the prince palaces back in Jarmok. Like, this is this is on par with those those buildings. And, and you see Kizzy standing... Uh, I don't know, where, where would you be? Um... Front so and center. She'd be visible, but, like, she would not be purposely visible. She just, like, is standing somewhere. Um, I guess, yeah, she'd be pretty, like... As far away from the tiefling who she didn't get the name of, um, <laughs> she'd be happy to give it to you. I bet. Uh, <laughs> as far away from her, but still visible as possible, and she's just kind of like staring <laughs> off. You guys do notice that when you walk in. She's Kizzy seems a little bit out of sorts, mm-hmm. but you do see her when you walk in. Hi. Sorry. Um. You okay? Mm-mm. Oh. Do we need to kill somebody? <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> we we are guests of the king. It That's is not true. smart to do that. Uh. Said so if somebody pissed off Kizzy, Bitsy would want to do something about it. She's not mad. Or bothered her. Oh, oh. Uh, there's books of Tavana here. I asked their priestess, or their priest, priestess, 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 <laughs> about um, druids in distinction or anything, but she wasn't um, very, she wasn't unhelpful, but she was not, um, knowledgeable? Yeah. She, she gave me as much knowledge as she could, but it wasn't a lot. It was mostly stuff that I believe you've told us already, but I wanted to see if you found any interest in the books that they have up by her. Okay. Because, yeah. I mean, there might be symbols in them that I don't recognize. Cause it makes it, sense. Um, 
She did say that there would be more information on the Everlight archives, and that is where you guys just came from. I apologize. We found a book. Just one? <laughs> and some maps. And some maps. Ooh! I made copies. Maybe we should go to the area of the list, because there should be maps in there, too. Maybe we can compare. Oh, that's, that's a good idea. Mm. So we'll go yeah. that way. So you guys go back, and you do find maps. They're, in fact, there's... Ask for the ancientest maps that they can find. <laughs> they go into a back room, kind of, like, kind of between bookshelves of the room, they go back there, and they, they do bring out glass-cased maps. Like, they're, they're in, like, frames that... Oh! Oh! And, like, there is, I'd say that, you know, all the other gods have mostly scrolls and books. Arissa's section does have a lot of maps. There's... At least a quarter of what is here is maps, rolled up maps, categorized by continent, region of continent. Wow. <laughs> and they're they are detailed maps. Like you take these maps out, and they are finely done maps. Oh, I wonder if we can correlate any of these to this, and like we can ask the acolytes if they know anything. Yeah, about they would probably be able to sort through this. They do find a map that kind of matches the same time frame and, and markings as the map you have. So it, it's old enough that the lettering is different. I mean, you can, like, you know how with us, Old English has the F's as S's, and, like, it's different lettering and that, so it takes you a little bit of time to kind of read it and, and discern what you're looking at, but there is, it is a pre-Dalsera map. Hmm. It is ancient seafaring map. I mean, it is, the details are lacking as what you would expect in a map. Now, there's not latitude and longitude. Things do not seem proportionate as to what they should be. It's wouldn't be very much for navigating. I mean, it would the best they could do back then. There are maybe like constellation marks on there, rather for like oh, if you if you're here and and that. But there is in the center of it something called the Reef of Alea. The Reef of Alea. And it Where does it does show. Where is it in correlation to where we are? This is the Reef of Alea. The island that is currently called Dalsera is on that map is the Reef of Alea. So that where the city is? The entire island. So it was a reef, so then that it's, means... It shows it as a map. It shows it as a an island on there. You have seen the coast of here. There are reefs and rock shelves all around this island. Mm-hmm. Like, that make it impossible to land pretty much except for in this bay. It shows... It refers to it as just the wastes is what you know as the Akan Desert now. Okay. It just has the wastes are south of you on the, on the mainland. There's no cities there, really. There's there's a village where Kahas is. Um, is... Close to Kenya. Is it... Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. So, um, can the... If I ask the acolytes, is it possible to date the map for me? Like, X amount of years ago in the ballpark? They, they are easily able to tell you this map is... 4,000 or more years old, maybe 4,500. These are some <laughs> of the oldest maps that exist in the world. Wow. There are perhaps a few more old, ancient ones in the elven halls of learning. How long has this city been here? About 2,000 years. It is actually one of the newer cities, like newer major <laughs> metro- like metropolis-sized cities. It is also one of the few that's not built on ancient yeah, which Kizifan's weird. Yeah, there's a few that aren't, mm-hmm. but Malsena, Dalsena, Jarmalk, 
are all built on them as far as cities in Kel. Uh, the Elven, most of the Elven major cities are also built on them. So, out of character, I would assume that cities that are built upon ruins are drawing magic from the ruins to exist, kind of thing. That they build themselves up on the magic that was left behind in those cities, and the magical creations they kind of use themselves to jumpstart that is... That's what you heard basically Kalos did to make Jarmal, because he found a bunch of things in this, this ancient city that finally got unburied by the winds eventually. So and what? Well, obviously the crystal. Um, it has to be something with a crystal. Jade crystal. <laughs> Could be a crystal. But isn't like I wonder does is a crystal depicted at all in on the maps or anything? No, not that you can tell. Huh. Okay. So it's not. Have we seen it? Yeah. The crystal. You have. We voted by it, right? Yeah, it was on the top of a tower. Oh, so it's too far to like see details. Yeah. It's not like a natural. And so where is it? It's on the. There's a a fortress kind of in. There's this island, this rocky island in the center of the bay, and there's a, a fortress with a tower rising on it, and for everything you've been able to discern. That crystal is what projects the, the protective barrier around the city. So either the crystal was put there, or it's that tall. We've seen tall crystals before. Uh, so is that is that tower inaccessible for most people? As far as you've been able to discern so far, it appears to have a military presence on it. Um. So in the south, where Jarmulkis and stuff like that. And it says the wastes. Is it desert wastes or like? It's not a very wastes? clear map. Okay. It's, it's, it's not like. Drawn it's like probably. I'm gonna make an assumption. It's probably referring to the desert. Okay. And this is before any. Like you've got the village of Kahas, there, and then. By your knowledge, the tribes did exist in the desert by this point. Okay. Because the Savan clan said they'd been in that desert for about five thousand years. Well, yeah. So. They exist. But they're further in, and so at that point, it's probably not super well known. Mm -hmm. It's just a giant desert. So, um, yeah. Where was this map found? Do you know? I do not know. Um, I could maybe look into that, but some of these things have just been passed from temple to temple over time, and Dulcera has made it one of their goals to accumulate as much knowledge as they can. This may very well have come from one of the elven cities. They they tend to have the most long-lived knowledge. Makes sense. Thank you so much for your help. Oh, you're, you're very welcome, Priestess Kissy. <laughs> she lights up a little bit for that. <laughs> She's, She's been a little stoic, but that was like, oh, look at that. <laughs> yes, that's right. I am a priest. <laughs> What's time person. doing? We're all just like, I'm oh. just helping them. Uh, time probably would see if he would check out the, the statue of Sim quickly and see just what that's about, if anything. Uh, it depicts a the statue of Sim is a tiefling standing lordingly in mm -hmm. place. He's wearing very fine armor. It looks much more decorative than, than useful in, in the statue, at least. Mm -hmm. He, in all appearances, is a fine example of tieflinghood. Uh, he does not have the... He's not as evil in appearance as some of the others. I mean, he is a god that is lawful evil, and he represents tyranny. Mm -hmm. And there is, like, this orange and red light bathing him from the stained glass window above. It does just depicts a very lordly, noble-looking tiefling that is perhaps a touch on the arrogant side. 
Is this since we're leaving, or did you sneak away to do this? No, this is as we're coming through. Okay. Just okay. something to check out since I'm learning more about teeth, tiefling culture. You would, of course, learn that we would have yes. read that Sim is the, yeah. the patron god of tieflings. And no, notice anything about the notice anything about the priest or priestess at all? Oh, uh, the the priest. He he does seem to be watching you with interest, but not not approaching you. Um, other than that. Uh. Maybe I'd kind of peek through stuff um, about Solana okay. out of curiosity. Looking for anything in particular? Um, uh, I, anything, iconography of her in terms of like what her symbols or depictions of her? Uh, the holy symbol is generally uh, the, the image of a bow and a wolf superimposed on each other. Okay. So you've, And you've seen that symbol before. Mm-hmm. Um, the statue outside does show... Uh, a half elven woman wearing looks like very finely made hunter's gear, leather armors, and okay. a very fine bow on the back with Kentha at her side. And then, yeah, maybe a little bit of history with her relationship with Kentha, okay. if I can find that. Kind of same things that Kizzy found out earlier okay. that, that Tavana was the one that supposedly gave Kentha to Solana to be a, okay. a hunting companion to help her as she became this goddess that looked over life and death. So I'm going to say by this point it's been most of the day between shopping and mm-hmm. and everything, so I would assume people would make their way back to the palace. And we're leaving. I'll still let me go ahead. Okay. Uh, I was going to talk to the priestess. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so you go to speak to the priestess Devana? Well, I mean to like look for information about spirits and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like while they're looking at maps, you go over and go to the Okay. The section of the library that's... About spirits. Yes. Yeah. You find, again, similar information to what, what Kizzy found earlier. Okay. Um, that, and it... It strikes you as a little bit wrong. It doesn't feel right when you're reading it. It's like you're, like you're reading something that just doesn't strike this true. Wrong. This is wrong. That, this is wrong. <laughs> I mean, not not so much. Like, no, it makes no, sense I, that Tavana and you do kind of under under reading about. Oh, there was this conf- confrontation between the spirits and the gods. That feels very real to you. Um, but when it talks about like, oh, give like granted Kentha to her daughter, you're like, nah. I've met Kentha. Kentha's not being granted like, yeah, to no that one. That doesn't really find. That doesn't really match his the, personality. There are aspects of it that. Just at a at a core level, seem to strike you as, as wrong, though you feel that it's probably just the retelling over history, and not necessarily intentional deception. Yeah, no. There is no mention of druids really in the, the main teachings. Uh, you do catch a few spirit names in regards to that when there was confrontation. It mostly is the name of the spirits of the seasons or the main ones mentioned. Okay, nothing about. Any particular ones around here? No. Okay. That's sad. But she'd probably be like, I think you need to work on your library. So, anything else you want to do? No, she probably would just stay with the Tavano accolade that she's kind of disappointed there's not more about spirit relationships. And... She apologized profusely. I'm, I'm very sorry. We. We, we have very limited knowledge of the spirits. We don't get to speak with them, as, as Tavana knows. I do. Excuse me? Oh, well, probably we should just leave it at that. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> 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 she thinks you're maybe just a little crazy. 
probably on the way out, time would go over to the priest of Sim. May you seize the opportunities granted to you. Well, and you as well. Much obliged. Um, strange question. How long have you been stationed here? I have been stationed here oh, 12, 13 years now. Um, by any chance has a tiefling by the ma- name Adamine been through here? Possibly approximately 10 years ago or more. That name does ring a bell. That is many years ago. Uh, I don't remember much. The name does strike me as familiar. Why do you ask? Just trying to find out what she was on to. I'm sorry I can't help you, but I I pray that Sim guides your path. And and yours as well. Is that relieving? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. would notice this and be like, Excuse me, she's still being stared at. She goes back to her. Oh. Uh, I'll see you guys later. Okay. You walk up to the priestess. Who doesn't seem surprised to see you walking up to her? I'd imagine not. How late are you supposed to be here? I am always within this temple. Oh, do you live here? Yes, all, all of us priests have quarters here within the temple. It's convenient. It is. Acolytes are always welcome to stay within these walls as well, should you require a place to stay. Thank you. Uh, I was wondering if when you were done at your post, we could talk in private? Certainly. There's not very many clamoring to speak to priestesses of Kaven tonight, so why don't don't we adjourn my chambers then? Alright. Alright, so we'll get back to that a little later. (laughs) The rest of you, how time and and Bitsy, would you wait for... For Kizzy? She told us mm-hmm. you guys to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. You mm-hmm. would wait. Time's eating a cookie. I don't know where he got the cookie from. Trail yeah. rations. <laughs> Man, he's got good rations. Will you share them with Bissy? Oh. Yeah. Well, not. <laughs> <laughs> Wink. Wonk. Yeah, I'm, I'm halfway. Oh, yeah, here, have. Bingo, bongo. <laughs> Bitsy's just like. You're the only one who knows that. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only one who knows that joke. But do you want a cracker? Sure. Did you turn to a parrot? <laughs> um, just like, did you notice something weird about the lady? Okay. Which lady? The one that you're talking oh, about. Oh, it's like just, Kizzy. There was something weird with Kizzy, too. But... Yeah. I need to talk to oh. her later. Off. Oh, yeah. Not weird. She's not coming back tonight. She told you guys to go on without her. Yeah. So you, (laughs) the five of you all arrive back at the palace. You guys probably get there first. You arrive, kind of escorted back to your rooms. Um, And then you, the two of you arrive a little bit later. The three of you, you notice Kizzy is not with them. She's at the temple. Which isn't weird. No, No, it's not. No, it's not weird. It's just... I don't know. I don't know about stuff. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about religion. Me neither. That's why you're here, Kizzy. You don't need a wrist. You guys all get back, provided with a meal. Issa's there. Hi, Issa. Hello. I mean, she, she's kind of waiting for you. do notice there are guards kind of posted in this hall. Not many of them, maybe like two or three. 
not not like keeping under arrest or like questioning you, but just making sure you guys don't wander places you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what's this? The royal chambers? <laughs> Howdy <laughs> dowdy! I'm gonna jump on the bed. From turning into animals. Man, that would have messed yeah, up the Tavani yeah, priests. You probably shouldn't do that. I think I the discussion. Saying. Yeah, no, but discussion on the way back. Oh. Probably the animal thing on a down low, and also keep your symbol a little more hidden. As you guys are approaching, you yeah. just, you do hold on. You guys do see uh, the hawk that belongs to Raina kind of go up for a nighttime f- flight, looking for Din Din. For dinner, yeah. It's gonna go find a rabbit. I at least ask if the princess is doing well. Uh, I haven't sp- spoken to the princess, but I can make an inquiry for you. I'm gonna say we are kind of a, in the back. princess's guard right now. Uh, just really making sure she. It's settled. All right. So, are you guys, do you have anything you want to talk about? Like, what are you guys doing as you, you kind of get wind up? Because you obviously can't meet in Kizzy's room. You could. It's not like, a, like it's just empty and that's just weird. Yeah, no, it's you just totally like meet her there. bras on the bed, <laughs> like a just... pair of socks, just like there, <laughs> like it's kind of weird. Yeah. She would not leave her clothes on. Like <laughs> to be fair, any clothes would have been picked up by the maids and cleaned. All your rooms are immaculate. When you get back to them. Where's my shit? <laughs> <laughs> now that might actually be really weird for Oleg. Like all my stuff is in different places. <laughs> it's still visible. Like I didn't hide anything from you. Just it's in different places. <laughs> I set this here on purpose. It catches the best sun rays. Well, you didn't put the do not disturb thing on your door, so I'm not used there to having those. One. <laughs> you you do there is probably for Olek especially and, and maybe for time it feels mm-hmm. weird being in this it feels more confining here than you were at Kalis's palace because you had like a smaller room kind of a bed and, a, and like a little little chair but there was an openness to it and just like this is your place for the time being things were cleaned but mm-hmm. pretty much left alone yeah. there's there's not really an open area for you all to gather it is there's a little bit more awkwardness in, in that here that but the five of you have this evening to chat. Dude, can I move your my bed into your room? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's but, it's weird. <laughs> it, it is weird here. Yeah. Okay. It something's something's off. I want to be an animal. You can be an animal in the room. We won't tell anyone. What if, what if what they, they got scrying? Do the windows open? You you can't open the windows. I mean, if you can be something that climbs. Okay, so. no, I just don't want the maids Someone to fill up the bathtub and you can go swim in the bathtub and they fish. won't come into the bathtub or no. the bathroom. Like, no, no, she's she's busy in there. That That's my pet fish. So I'm just going to have a quiet evening then. Time and Olek then are now sharing a room. Mm-hmm. Did they request to have their beds put in there together? They moved the beds together. <laughs> they, they, they just picked up and dragged <laughs> the beds. Yeah, together. just okay, we have to turn it to get through <laughs> the door. <laughs> Watching them, kind of like, what is wrong with these idiots? And Bitsy's just like, absolutely <laughs> playing playing their flute. I assume. Yeah. <laughs> we get it in, and it's the, the, we like move the beds so they're cockeyed, and we're like, Do you try to make bunk beds? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're the most space efficient. I mean, it's, did we just right, become rock, best paper, friends? Scissors for who's on top? I think you should. I think okay. you won't crush him to death if it collapses. Okay. Yeah. Good idea. Alright, so If a mattress falls on me, I'm okay If a mattress falls on you with me on top of it Stone parchment shears 
All right, Kizzy, you and the priestess of Kven, she leads you down what would have been the left hall when you walk in, and there's a, a few gathering places, and it's, you can see a number of halls of worship for each of the different gods. And it goes to an upper floor in there, and you can see there's small rooms. They're not... There's a series of small rooms that are for acolytes, visiting acolytes, and then you get to some rooms that are more for the priests and priestesses that, again, are kind of segregated, and you can tell that there are a neutral set of paladins guarding this hallway. Smart. There are 12 paladins in this hall for should any of the priests or priestesses decide to start some shit. They have paladins of neutrality. I mean, you've, you've seen, a, like, like, some of the acolytes, they, they bear no symbol. They kind of have just, like, gray robes. And no affiliation with any god or goddess that you you can tell on them, and they kind of are just kind of wordlessly standing there, just watching. As, and you are led into a a, a room. Okay, yeah, as they're walking, because he would touch her holy symbol again, pray very briefly to Oris, um, and then uh, as they are like you know wandering around, I'm sorry, I didn't ask your name. My apologies. I am a Quillian. And, and I didn't catch your name either. My name is Kizzy. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, Kizzy. I know your name now. I have power over you. <laughs> Similar. So she leads you into a small room. Into a room. It's not small, but it's. It's not like huge. It's certainly not extravagant. It is more or less what you would expect from somebody who's living a, a more modest life. They've got a, a cot for where they life. sleep and. She has a low table. There's no chairs. It's more like I, I sit down around the table kind of thing. Um, there's a, a few... There's a, a writing desk. A, a lap writing desk, you can see, and some supplies for writing, and some scrolls and a small shelf on the wall. The light in here is very dim. And there is a... Well, certainly. You, don't, you guys don't need bright light. It's, com- it's maybe what would be more than comfortably warm for a human, but just right for you. Uh, there is... On a, on a stand near the kind of the center back of the room is a small figure of a three-headed dragon. Uh, upon entering the room, she would like observe it and then see that, and maybe like take a step, hesitate, and then if it, she goes and like looks at it. It's very much like the statue you saw in the other room in miniature. Mm-hmm. Okay, like an exact replica. Pretty close. Okay, can I pick this up? Well, if you wish to, yes. You're gonna like examine it. What is it made out of? Stone. Okay. It's, it's a dark stone. It's very fine craftsmanship. Roll a wisdom check. Six shoes. Twenty-two. There is power in. Like, She'll set it down. As you touch it, there is it again. The, kind of the same feeling out looking at it. You're not really particularly comfortable holding this because it obviously has some. Blessing from a god that you are not affiliated with, and you set it down. Yeah, as soon as she realizes it, she'll just set it down. Not like, <laughs> but she's like, How so, long have you been here? I've only been here a handful of years, five or six. Mm-hmm. Where are you from? I'm from a, an enclave that we are raised to worship Kaven. Small group, but when I was chosen as, as priestess, I was, it was made clear to me that I was to come here and be Kaven's eyes in this place. 
wait, where are you from? Not what are you from, but where? Like, if I had to give you a map, I'm really into maps. If I had to give you a map, where would you say you came from? Yeah. Somewhere within the Amistashian Isles. I should know where that is, but yeah. I don't have a map in front of it's me. where, uh, Yuna's from. Okay, so to... That same area. I see. I've never been there. Not yet, anyway. I'd love to travel there. Oh, it's lovely. I'd imagine so. Coastal uh, islands? It's tropical, lovely. Mm. Never too cold. I hate being cold. Same. I don't know what you would ask. I'll have to admit, I am drawn to your presence due to the fact that you look different than most tieflings I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, I do tend to stand out. As I'm sure you found that you do as well. Just because I'm a tiefling. Never has anyone pointed out anything else. People don't look hard enough. I guess that's true. They don't look past certain things either. No, they don't. It's a shame. <laughs> as, as, a priest, as, as a priestess of Aris, you must have many stories of your travels. I would love to hear them. Of course. She's still not 100% sure about all the stuff that like they witnessed in Jarmalk and like the, with the Eternal Kings and stuff like that. She's not sure if that should be common knowledge yet, so she just speaks of like going to the um, the stronghold over in the Gabran clan area, fighting off the people in that guy, and then also what led us the the guys with the dragon guy. She bring him up. Dragon guy. Yeah, he was uh, like, didn't you cut him in half? There was a half dragon you fought. Right, yeah, that guy. The bandit. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. The bandits and then that clan and like. I think the... time killed him with his own dagger. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah he stabbed it was me so in the badass. shoulder. I pulled it out. And... He stabbed him. <laughs> I was recently reviewing the kill counts. Oleg's winning. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I was winning for a while. Because all those. You're still up there. Yeah, Oleg's going. She'll stay there for a while. Talk to her. Uh, ask her about how many other things have you seen like yourself and I guess me. Oh, I, I grew up around a fair number that, that had the same blood that we have. But in my travels, very few. I don't know if there's anything else that you want to talk about. I'm sure you're probably going to stay there fairly late. Yeah. Like, I'd imagine they would talk for a while. Probably eat something? Oh, certainly. She, she makes sure that food and she pours out a very, a very strong tea. <laughs> Is there anything in it? <laughs> we'll find out. Do you chew check? Or you... No, she doesn't go. Okay. She doesn't think like that. Well, that you drink the tea. It's very strong, but you kind of get used to it after a few few drinks. What kind of tea is this? <laughs> oh, it is uh, a, a tea made from the bark of a, a tree that grows back near my home. Is it possible I can get a sample? I have a close friend who loves tea. Oh, uh, of course. Thank you. So... As it got late, like, she would say, well, it, it is getting late. And right. I, I do have duties before the morning. Let me speak to the paladin guard and get you uh, a room to stay in. Thank you. You're welcome. And she does that. She speaks to the paladin. And they take you to one of the smaller chambers. It's just, just a cot, a place to store your gear. And mm. They wish you a good night. Mm-hmm. As Kizzy is going to sleep, she will hold her holy symbol close to her heart and <laughs> pray to a wrist. And eventually drift off to sleep. You're missing out on something, Kizzy. Yep. Anyone here ascending? Nope. You guys suck. 
like you could have a little so morning, spirit morning dawns. around at you. It's actually a little bit before dawn that there is first is a light rap on Kizzy's door, but Kizzy's not there. And you guys didn't go in there. Nope. 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 Why online? First? Because that's who. That's who we were hanging out. Would come to see you. It's the princess. And there's a light rap on Absinthe's door. Okay. Absinthe's up, looking beautiful as always. So. <laughs> right out of bed, everything's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello! As is the standard. <laughs> Fully dressed. She <laughs> just walks out of bed dressed. Shoes and everything. <laughs> there is, standing before your door, kind of wearing more of a plain cloak than you've seen her before, is Amaya. Oh. Can, can I come in? Of course. She closes the door behind you. Are you going into town today? Probably. I would like to go to the palace for just today. Oh, girl. <laughs> I have a disguise yet. Do you have a disguise <laughs> 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 oh, oh, no. Good thing Betsy's not there. She'd be like, no, don't do this <laughs> Sorry. It'll be an even it's better mustache. Even better mustache. So this time the princess gets the chest hair. <laughs> right. No one will look past the chest hair. I'm totally all about that. So you can make a disguise check. Okay, right now. Right now. So is it eleven? It is a passable disguise. It is a passable mustache. As Chester or plain cloak, a mustache. That's fine for walking it through town. It is as as a passing glance, it does not really look like Princess Amaya. Looks very like a very ugly Amaya. lady with a mustache. <laughs> looks like a very pretty lady with a mustache. But the cloak up, it's it's a very big handlebar mustache. Pretty but if nice. you did get some of Kizzy's clothes. Well, she's not here. And she the door's look like not a locked. Pretty Desert princess. With a mustache. With, With a mustache. mustache. I don't think any of them know you didn't come home last night, though. <laughs> well, they say it late enough well, they know you didn't come home before they went to bed, certainly. Well, us. Yes, you. Yeah. But we probably attempt I don't think that the room would be locked. So if you were to, like, knock and then, like, push the door out, we'd be like, no one's here. Let's just go read her clothes. <laughs> <laughs> But being absent, she would be like, this again. <laughs> Am- Amea is just very patient as you apply this, this disguise. It's <laughs> just reaching into a bag of a big mustache. <laughs> just stand still. Is that what, you, what would you like to do? I'm kind of joking about the mustache. How do you want to disguise her? Make her look like an old lady. I would give her a big old beard, too. Awesome. <laughs> beard and That's better. Just, like, cloak. All you can see is beard. All right. Dwarf lady. All dwarf lady. They have those. So It covers or, or this. Just, like, it is, old men. Like I said, it is before probably everybody else is awake, or they're just waking up. Of course we're all awake, because we can hear the 80s pop music as the, like, montage of outfits happens. <laughs> Bitsy, you wake up early, don't you? Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. Of the sun. Before the sun. Why do you want me to roll for listening? No, not, not <laughs> yet. She wasn't. She didn't pound on a door. No, so. that's fine. I was I'm just curious saying. if you were awake. I guess time wakes up early. Yeah. For once. A little stealth check. 
What? Roll a stealth check. Since I'm technically not wearing armor in the morning, it's not with disadvantage. So that's 18. You don't wake Olik up when you get to bed. So Should I make my check? If you want to, sure. I, I mean, you're not... I don't know when you wake up, Thorn. You all seem like you're probably early risers. So maybe, maybe Olik. Nope. <laughs> not an early riser. Do we so you want my passive time? perception? What is passive perception? 10 so plus your so perception. High. Plus proficiency for proficient. Do we change times? Uh, 17. Oh, um, you might actually have heard a knock on a door in the hallway. Um, you know, and if there was an 80s montage for the, the changing, <laughs> you, you would have heard a knock on the hallway and that, and probably would have heard very soft voices. Probably would have, mm-hmm. would have probably, probably recognized. And if I saw something, I'd be like, hmm, um, You would have seen Absence door closing. Probably by mm-hmm. the time you hear it and can go, because they were in and out, or she came up and got in pretty quick. So you have. I the... would keep my eye out, but I wouldn't uh, go peeping in the keyhole. Okay. Maybe go uh, down the hall. Like, is there a waiting or a sitting area down the hall? There's a, a sitting area just down the hall. Um. Go down there and possibly a piece of fruit from a bowl or something nearby. It's made of wax. Yeah, I was gonna say it's wax. <laughs> you, you get the princess disguised. What are you gonna do? I guess we're gonna go into town. <sighs> Seeing as if no one else is up. No, I mean... up. Uh, I'm. I don't think I heard that. I just happened to be awake okay. at the time. Yeah, I don't know if you you, you could go get people from watching. You can just both go. Well, it seems like she would like to leave as soon as possible. So unless anybody's coming out into the hall, okay, we so just go. When you guys go out, Thor, you do see Thorin in the sitting area. So Thorin, you see Absinthe and a bearded person come out of out of their room. She looks a little strange, does she? A little bit. I, I'd say make perception to see if you can tell that it's... How about a 19? Yeah. You're, you're aware that it is actually Princess Amea wearing a beard? Damn. <laughs> morning, your beardiness. Good, good morning, your halflingness. <laughs> Do you require an escort? I, I would not be opposed. I just need some fresh air. Well, it might be, be fresher without that beard. Over there. But... In, in time. In time, yes. We gotta get out. <laughs> you dingle. <laughs> I would uh, accompany them, and I would not be cheeky to the guards. You, you are provided an escort out, as was established by... Right, yeah, out of the And they critically failed their perception check. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that someone who in there is in there now. They... they are just paying attention. Like, two of these people meet the description, and we're just escorting people out of the district, so it's okay. And they and they escort them out and don't look past the disguise. It's, it's on the princess. It's too early. Yeah, there's only one guard kind of in your area. Light's still dim. They're just like, they got in. They might... And you, you get out <laughs> into the, the Horizon District, and she does kind of shed the, the beard off. It's like, how? People wear these things. They're so itchy. <laughs> she, she hands you back the, the beard. The beard obsessed absence. It's all about that facial hair. Can't grow it. Um. So you guys are now in the city. Mm-hmm. It's pretty quiet. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, absence. Just need to get out of the palace for a little bit. Who doesn't need to sneak away from their giant home once in a while? Even if he's gone for 14 years. But 
felt like no time at all. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how much things change. I suppose. <sighs> Where would you like to go today? You know, let's... I want to go somewhere quiet and private where I don't have to deal with a court full of people gabbering at me. Ooh. Where's Bitsy? Bitsy's back at her, her home, yeah. right? Or back in her room right now. Yeah. So Maya goes, I, I have a place we can go. Come with me. I figured she might. So she leads you over to the entrance to the, the, the dusk break, which you were told you're not allowed to go into. Yeah. But she gets the guard and... Now she's on the palace, she seems a little bit less secretive, I guess. So she walks the guard and goes, I, I, would, I am requesting permission to enter this district. And they look a little bit uncomfortable. And she does pull out from underneath her, her, her robe, pulls out a royal seal, and goes, this is the order of the royal house of Dulcera, and you will let me pass. And like, of course. And so they, they do open the gate, and you are able to proceed in. And Ooh. she leads you in, and over... Kind of, it probably takes you guys an hour of walking, and kind of down one street, you come to a tower. Kind of on the edge of the city. And she goes to the door. There's no crystal on it. There's no crystal on it. And she pulls out a small gem, and puts it in the center of the door. The door opens. Taylor's face right now. <laughs> it's the rest of old house. Oh, Absolutely. No! <laughs> Of course it is. Of course she lived in a tower. Of course she lived in a tower. He's a wizard. And so she she goes in and she walk and she walks in and walks up the stairs. There's a few floors and there's studies. Had the key to Raston's house. Oh, she was an adult. It's very dark in here. Everything is the air feels a little bit stale. Not not like really gross. They're right there. And so as she walks in, you can see her relax quite a bit. And she, she continues up the turret, and it's there's a familiarity to her step. She's been here before. And she get you get to the top of the tower, and you notice there's not really any dust here. You were kind of expecting there to be kind of dust and everything. This You get to the top, and there's obviously a workshop area, and there are windows that would look out, but they're, they're curtained. There's not really... There's some artifacts scattered on the table from old Rassen's old work and things. But there's a comfortable little sitting area. And as she walks up, you do see from the table rise this little small humanoid-looking figure. But it's mechanical. Hmm. And it, see one little eye in the middle of a blink. And it goes, oh, good morning, princess. It's like, good morning, Tinker. And she, she walks over and kind of like, brushes some dust off of Tinker. I, I, I should make some introductions. This Everyone, this is Raston's uh, old assistant, Tinker. He, he, he made him. That is so cute. Good Goes, morning, Tinker. Oh, good morning. Are, are, you, are you friends of Raston and the princess? We are certainly business associates of, of Mr. Raston. Well, the business associates of Raston are business associates of mine. Aww. Hey, I, I, I have kept the place clean in the absence of uh, Mr. Raston. Will he be returning home soon? <laughs> he might be in a little while. Uh, uh, Amanda goes, no, not for a little while, Tinker. He goes, can we, can we open some windows in here? And so the two... <laughs> <laughs> She's just still crying. <laughs> they go and they open up the windows and light. You do get oh, to see the, the light of dawn kind of start pouring into this. And Amanda just kind of stands out looking over the city. <laughs> Um, 
Kizzy is awake. I don't think she slept well last night. No, restlessly. Um, and dreams of other beeflings uh, running through her head. No. Scary dragons. It's probably getting mm-hmm. to the. This is probably after they've gone out, so they're probably just starting to open up. Um, so I want, just so you're aware, whenever you do grab your holy symbol, you do get that gentle reassurance. You don't feel like you're being abandoned by a wrist. Mm-hmm. Nor do you feel like you're being chastised. Thank you, mommy. <laughs> Goddess of freedom. Mm-hmm. In discovery, so. Yeah. Learning about. <laughs> what is it, the goddess of college? <laughs> so you, you wake up she would probably wander out towards the horizon district yeah and she would probably send up absinthe and ask if she found anything good to check out <laughs> hey absinthe did you find any good shops that you would didn't recommend you say there was a clothing i did say there was a clothing shop but since she told you to, she told Absent to keep an eye out, she would ask them. I don't know how many words. 25. 25. That's really cool instruments. Oh crap, maybe she would ask where you are. Where are you? With the princess at Raston's old place. I can only cast this twice a day. The next one would just be screaming. But that would only be one word, wouldn't it? <laughs> yep. Yeah, or just 25 word. screams. Yeah, or just, ah! 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 <laughs> she she tells she does tell about the clothing store. I yeah. I would first I would gush about the instruments a little bit, and then I would be like, "There's lots of clothing stores and a little bit of everything." I would not tell her about the armored lady who thinks that she's better than Killa. <laughs> she'll find out on her own. Yeah, uh, she'll just go down to the Horizon District and okay. go do her shopping. Sure. So it's probably. You do find Lady Lyra's trade and outfitters. Probably just as it's opening up, you see a very tall human woman opening the store. And it's... Is this the clothing store? Yeah. Or the, oh. Lady Lyra's outfitters and trade. This was okay. one that had kind of the, the oddities on one half and the, kind of the clothing on the other that I told them about. Okay. Very tall human woman. Like 6'3". Wow! <laughs> like, pretty, pretty strong looking woman. Ooh. Handsome Zarya. She she has a lo- longer, a little bit longer right, hair than right, that. Yeah. Kind of tied back in a long braid. Cool. Wow, early customer this morning. Yep. Come on in. Thank you. She'll look around. Is there any pretty clothes? Depends on how pretty. Do you ask her? You say, are there any pretty clothes? No, she wouldn't ask that yet. So you do see kind of the same thing. There's some in the audience. You see some potions, some equipment. Some, some scrolls, you see a boat. <laughs> You're really selling that boat red hard, aren't you? I just think it's awesome. It was, ran- it was randomly put in there. It's a fold-up boat. What is this? <laughs> that is a folding boat. It's expensive. No one wants it. Why sell it, then? Because <laughs> I don't have any use for a folding boat. Uh, can it even make it out of the bay? Well, I could make it out of the bay and maybe go for a little loop around the island if you you know, crash and die on the rocks. Make it back into the bay? Without a crystal? Well, no. I see why no one would buy this. Well, kind of a bad one, of my old, one of my old assistants purchased it. I'm sorry. So I'm kind of stuck with it. Ah, okay. Thanks. Mm. What, can, what can help you this morning? I'm just looking for some clothes that kind of fit the area a little bit better. I came from the desert and uh, I feel like 
The soils don't translate. I can see that. Let me let me see what I can do for you. And she, you see, you're kind of. Oh, and if anything, if you could find something that maybe matches my sweet hairpin, because she has been wearing that. I'll tell you that. Do you, she kind of like kind of touches it like it's good luck? I think I can probably find something that works with that. Yes, it's got it's some a mithril shirt. It's got some <laughs> emeralds and sapphires in there. I, I think I can find something that, that matches that nicely. How how fancy are we talking? Oh, like kind of make everyone jealous, but not too jealous. And I don't want to get mugged in the streets. So she actually starts going through racks of dresses on to one side of the shop. Because it would be watching. That, that won't do. That won't do. I'm not fancy enough. And she's kind of got a smile on her face as she's doing. Because oh, you know, I think this will do nicely. And she she pulls out a dress for you, that it's got blues and greens throughout the main dress and white flowing sleeves. Oh yeah! Um, you can also see along the hems and in some of like, the beadwork along the front of the dress, the thread glows a little bit. As with most things in this town, it's Aetherium infused thread. Oh my gosh, how much is this piece? Well, let's see if it fits you first. Oh, oh it'll fit. <laughs> <laughs> Mend it on yourself. <laughs> so she she takes you to a small little dressing room she has to the side mm-hmm. and as you try it on and it, it's close to fitting and she goes, Let me see and so she actually takes pins and goes and pins it to where it fits just right and it is it is gorgeous and kind of the the, the light hits it, hitting it coming in from the window just shimmers across the, the threading. And it's a very subtle shimmer. And you get the feeling like in like moonlight it would be absolutely gorgeous to where that would be like so hot what showed. <laughs> <laughs> and it does, and, and some of the beadwork and the patterns do kind of bring out some of the patterning in the hairpin that you've got. Aesthetic. As she's pinning, she goes, "Something bothering you this morning?" Sorry. I didn't sleep well last makers. night. <laughs> I met someone who I wasn't expecting to. Well, that doesn't sound like it was a, a good chance encounter. I feel like I have some answers to questions I never had, and I have. Questions I don't think will ever be answered. Well, can't say I relate to that. But I... That's fine. I'll have to come to terms with it on my own. Well, I don't know what the nature of these, these questions are, but <coughs> I am good at listening. She starts kind of doing some more pinning and, and sewing on the dress. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she. Do you start crying? Yes! Then, then she just. She. And again, it's a, it's a big bear oh, hug. Oh, how sweet. Julie, <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Granted used to hug me. <laughs> She'll only think that. Thank you. <laughs> She's like, oh. <laughs> Okay, okay, I think I'm... Huh, all right, I'm, I'm okay. <clears throat> I'm, uh, I'm fine. Thank you very much. I will be buying this dress. <laughs> how much is it? Uh, well, for you, 20 gold. Seems like you need something to uh, give you a little picnic right. this morning. Right here, Dave. Thank you. I need to cry at shops more. <laughs> <laughs> Standing there, like trying to cry. Are you constipated? The They're like, are, are, what are you trying to do? You're just like, mm. <laughs> think about sad things. <laughs> no money. <laughs> Thank you so much. I didn't catch your name. 
Oh, I, <laughs> I'm Lyra. Aw, thank you. I just, I don't assume that the person who works at the shop is the, is the name on the shop because I've met people who didn't own a shop. Their dog did. I don't blame you. Thank you. I hope that <laughs> you find the answers you need. We'll see. She'll find this and then probably head back to the palace. Okay. You're, you're escorted through the Dawnlight District. You do notice that you have two guards on you, which is probably excessive for one person. Oh, two guards. It's because I'm a tiefling. because you're a tiefling. She'll say that. <sighs> That's fine. So you, you return. Bitsy, you'd probably be see her return. And you guys would all be awake to see it. So, time and Olek, what are you going to do this morning? Or as you wake up and Kizzy's just getting in. Oh. Well, you've been up for a little bit. I've been up for a little bit. I just, I've been reading. Um, I probably, I mean, if we could probably time this right. Can't time it. Uh, it's unintentional. Uh, good chance I would have been knocking on Kizzy's door as she came in. It's like, oh, Kizzy, Kizzy. Hi, Tom, what's up? Oh, it's just... You want to talk? I've got questions. I can attempt to have answers. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I, I did reading. I was like, you in. Yeah. Thanks. I did some reading, because I'm not super well-cultured, and current events, really, have come from basically the middle of nowhere. I don't even know where sort of thing but uh why why do you follow Aris I'm just doing a little bit of reading on teeth <laughs> <laughs> yesterday it seemed odd like out of character I've been meaning to have this conversation for a while it just in character it's freaking perfect time <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> well, time. Um, I was raised in the mother house of Aris in Dulcena. Oh. And it was because as a baby I was found on the doorstep of that temple. They took me in and I observed Grendon, who was the priest of the temple, um, in the way that he <laughs> lived his life. And in truth, when I was younger, I heard a lot of... It was a lot like bedtime stories at first, and then eventually it turned into, like, this is a religion. And I began to follow it. It felt right. It felt like the people around me accepted me um, before I even accepted Aris as mm, who guided me. And since uh, tieflings like ourselves are often seen as um, untrustworthy and just bad, uh, it kind of gave me a home that didn't make me feel that way. To be honest, I didn't really notice it until I was a little bit older and wandering through the towns, but I found that traveling through the town itself was fulfilling, and I took that to heart as in Aris was guiding me. So that is why I follow Aris. And to this day, she's never let me down. I kind of see her as like a mother since I never had that. That makes sense. Thank you for sharing. It wasn't really a decision. It was more just like, finally, it made sense. No, no, that's... 
That's nice to hear. I feel like when we're put into stereotypes, as in, like, all teethlings must hail Sim, um, which is fine. Uh, it just puts us into mm. kind of a stereotype. Yeah. And to branch out from that is, I think, what shows others that we are strong and not what they think that we are. So I encourage you to observe deities not related to tieflings, if that is something you're interested in. But if not, I mean, if you wish to follow suit, that is none of my business. Oh. <laughs> uh, I did notice you go and speak yeah. with the priest. Not like that's a problem. I was speaking with no. the priestess of Ben, so. No, it was not. It was more for getting information than anything else. I, if I had the choice, I would never put my lay my eyes upon any figure of Sim ever again. Harsh. This is the perfect time for Spider Bitsy to come in. Go, <laughs> Bitsy. No, she's gonna be a mouse actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. She's she's a mouse. Is she in the bedroom? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Did you have any other questions, Tim? Uh, no. That was that was the main one. Just. Question thank, time is over. Thank you. No problem. That, that helps. I have noticed that there's some more animosity towards tieflings in this town than there was in Jarmok, so just keep an eye out. Um, I was just escorted by two guards when, honestly, they probably only needed one, uh, and it is probably because I'm a tiefling, so I just want to give you a heads up. Okay. Try not to travel alone. I will keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Travel with witnesses. <laughs> so, Bitsy, where, where are you going off as, to as a mouse? My library. Oh, okay. What's she going to do at the library? Leave something. <laughs> which, which library are you going to? The, the archive or the temple? The one with the priestess lady. Okay. So, the, the Vine Lyceum, then? So, do you go there as a mouse with a roll of parchment? between your teeth? Yep. Okay. I was like, is the thing you're leaving mouse poop? Yep. Yeah, that's what my first thought was to be like, wow. It's <laughs> what, are you, what are you leaving? Just just a, a, like enveloped leather note things. Okay. All of the accurate depictions of the spirit. <laughs> awesome. And their hierarchies and yeah. Just expecting it to be a note that just says, you're wrong. <laughs> you suck. Okay, cool. No, she's trying to be... She's enlightening. Yeah. I love her. And then you make your way back? Yeah. But she, she just... She doesn't want to draw attention to us, but at the same time, she can't deal with them not knowing. You, may, you make it back. Out it's me, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Olek, you do anything, or are you just gonna kind of... Uh, yeah. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna eat some breakfast. Ooh. And I'm going to head back to the armor shop. And uh, the way this is played out in my head is making my way downtown twice as fast, faces past to the armor shop. Da -na 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 -na. I want you to die. <laughs> Dance on the ground because of you. Luke, and I mean this with all seriousness, take 10 experience. Oh, so you meet the armor at her shop? Yes. And she goes, I was expecting to see you today. And she lays out a number of very complicated looking diagrams on the table. They're all very arcane. 
Ooh, that's all right. We could grant you cold resistance with this, and that wouldn't take too much effort because it's already kind of worked into the bones themselves. Another option is in a situation where your, your, your ranged attacks would be harder to do, you can give yourself the ability to push through those moments. But it'd be only a few times a day at most. There's not a lot of magic in, innate in the skull. I can only do so much. So I don't know what you prefer to do. Hmm. Let's see. Cold resistance. An easier time hitting. Ba- basically, you'll be able to cancel out disadvantage on a range attack. With my new axes, that might work real good. Probably gonna be the most expensive. I think we're gonna go that way. Okay, that'll be uh, it'll take eight hundred or eighteen hundred gold. Do that plus it's gonna take about a week. Eighteen hundred gold and a week. Yeah, no, let's do it. All right. I'll see you in a week then. We'll get to work on this. Thorn and absent. Yes, sir. What you doing, you're uh, in the tower with May and Tinker. Yep, sure are. Feeling awkward. Because I'm, I'm sorry. I just things are very strange in my father's court right now. I can only imagine. Most people tend not to come back from the dead. You know, that's what they were saying. <laughs> Apparently, I. Uh, it's an inconvenience. Mm. Oh, I can that's imagine. Sad. <laughs> oh man. You'd, you're, you'd be amazed. All the legal problems that that happen when the, the heir apparent dies, they name a new heir apparent, and then the heir apparent comes back to life. And is younger. And is younger. It's an exciting thing, because you have some of our people who are arguing that, well, my, the date of my birth is still when it was, so we count my age from that. And some are arguing we don't count the time that I was in a statue. And some say that I have no legal right because I'm still technically dead. It's a lot of fun. Hmm. I just needed to come to this... She should just run away and go look with... I needed to come here because it's a place that gives me some comfort. Well, I can't imagine that you would need it specifically for this situation, but if you ever need any help dealing with the problem, I'd be more than willing to help you. I appreciate that. I'm not sure how I'm going to proceed with this, but I just... I needed to get out and company of people who aren't going to be putting demands on me or is, is appreciated. Anytime. How are you How are you finding your time in Dulcera? It's uh, a very beautiful place. I must say that I find it to be a little bit uptight, but... Um, yeah, that's... I mean, it's always been a problem. Gotta be like that. But I got this flute. Well, if there's anything that I can do for you, please don't hesitate to ask. Can that uh, magical robot thing make me, uh, make me a sandwich? Because that would be wonderful. Uh, I, th- I think Tinker actually can do that. He's like, oh, well, of course I can. Maybe if she could get us to places. I have some favors. Get into <laughs> restricted access areas. Yeah. Well, I'm already in a restricted access area. Yeah, special access. Um, but I'd say Bitsy, you get back shortly after time and Kizzy have their conversation. Kizzy's door is open. Are you wearing a pretty dress? Um, I'll have it out. I don't think she would have worn it. She'll have it, like, hanging up on, like, a post with a bed or whatever. Are you guys still in there together? Yeah, Probably. I think so. Who wants to go to the library? Uh, I've already been. Oh, oh nerd. Don't worry, I was in disguise. <laughs> oh, well, no, it's just... I wasn't doing anything... Oh, no, too... no, 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 no. It's no. just... 
I want to go to the library. I'll go with you, time. Okay. We'll go to the... I'll just go to the... I'm going to change. Okay. Oh, it's trying to talk to Kizzy, but... Oh. If you eat... Yeah. I can go get breakfast first. I mean, we could have a chat while we're in there. Poro, I was just going to tell you about the reason why I was here. You already told me, Bitsy. When we were having dinner, you said that the spirits gave you a task. Well, I was thinking more specific the task. Unless you don't. It's, I don't have to tell you the specifics if you don't want to know She's here to murder the royal family. You can also hear the specifics. It's whether you want to give them now or not. Okay. So she'll just tell you about this vision. So, Kizzy, you listen as Bitsy describes to you what she saw. She sat by the banks of the oasis months ago. First, she describes being led from Obedian's temple, and she tells you of walking on a narrow, winding path. A path that snakes and twists between fields of twisted brambles where a number of figures stand encased on thorny vines. You hear how, beyond that, she found herself in the blasting sands and heat of a desert. As she waded through those sands, they soon became the water of an endless sea, where an island with crystal beaches stood engulfed in an angry waiting storm. Heavy wings beat above the clouds from some unseen source. After a maelstrom pulled her beneath the waves, she surfaced a room that looked much like the Temple of Abedian she had seen before. The statue of a figure with a humanoid torso and a serpent body is wrapped in black, oily, pulsing vines that sprout from the earth itself. She finishes telling you quietly, and you both sit for some time. Eventually, you hear time in the hallway asking if you're ready. Because yeah. he's going to go with him. Okay. So he's not alone. So. You, the two of you go. You have four guards with you in the Lindsay's well. district. <laughs> really? Four of them? Two teeth. Two teeth. Hey. See what I told you? Yeah. Get You guys make it to the library. What are you going to do when you get there? Okay. Um, before we get there, Kizzy, why is your dress glowing? I bought it from somewhere in town. Everything here glows. Hmm. There's some Ethereum thread in it. Okay. So, get to the library. We're going to go to the non-magical one first. Yeah, the archives? The, yeah, the archives. Um, I want to find any books on the creation of firearms. Okay. Do some quick reading and possibly copying of stuff for schematics and theory and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... There are magic things. There, There is some magic stuff yes. that just doesn't fall under a school here. Yes, so that, that's the first one of, okay, <laughs> I want to learn more about guns mm-hmm. from, from something gun, else gun, other gun, than gun. Todd. And then... Because of Ethereum, I want to see if I can find anything on the history of that and why it is, why he, if there's any information of why here has such a rich deposit, when it was discovered, uses... You find that there is not actually a deposit of Ethereum here. Oh. All Ethereum is shipped here, and they just have the best refining process. You, in oh. fact, have seen Ethereum. You delivered it from the stronghold back to Jarmulk. That, oh. that was the cargo you delivered... With Corvin. Remember the, the, the trip back from right, the stronghold? Yes. You had cases of Ethereum mined at the stronghold. Okay. Mm. You do, and you kind of find that Ethereum tends to be in deposits along ley lines. Okay. Um, <laughs> along with that. Oh that dear. seems like really bad. Never mind. I don't yeah. want nothing with that in it. <laughs> um,. Any books on health effects caused by exposure to Ethereum? <laughs> Studies are inconclusive. Uh, that, and then off that, I want to see if I can find any books on uh, mapping and uh, 
anything on delay lines and possibly their convergences. Okay. What how, what kind of detail are you looking for? Because um, that's not too hard to find. You kind of would have found that in looking at where Ethereum is from. Okay. Like that, the whole Ethereum thing and the finding Ethereum's on ley lines, you kind of be in that same section for looking at convergence stuff. Okay. Um, this would be awesome for Kizzy's help because she does maps to be able to kind of figure out where all of these ley lines are and where how many convergences are in the world that are known. I roll out my big map, kind of <laughs> like the one that Hiccup has in How to Train Your Dragon 2. Okay, that's just pasted. <laughs> so it, this would take you a good chunk of the day Okay. to accomplish this. You roll, roll an investigate check, we'll see how many you're able to put together. Because it's not like there is a map you find here. Yeah, it's a bunch of different sources. Uh, that would be an 18. You find, essentially, all, all, every major city is sitting on a convergence. And would those major cities also be on top of ruins? Yep. All the major cities that are on ruins are on top of convergences. Son of a bitch. Every um, map, older map that you find that actually seems like it date, or every bit of information that dates from before Akenia, says that Jarmok was on a convergence. <coughs> but there is not one under Dalsera on those maps. There is one on, under Dalsera now. Okay. Which is why Dalsera doesn't have ruins here, maybe. I wonder if the ley line, the moved ley lines have to do with their refining process. Take Ethereum from one place, put it in another. That's, there's nothing that would necessarily confirm or deny that. No, no. And then... Uh, that was conspiracy time. One more thing. I'm trying to remember now. Uh, uh, as I'm doing other things... Kind of looking to see if there's anything to do with artifacts. Would you be asking any anyone? No, this would be kind of going through and just skimming through other books and whatnot. Maybe Not so much going artifacts. through the books. You haven't like... really seen anything. Okay. And if you were gonna want to know anything about that, you might have to ask somebody. Yes. Well, <laughs> since, since I'm here, uh, I guess I'll ask oh, right. if there are oh, any books on. Like ancient artifacts and whatnot. They direct you to one of the master archivists here. Okay. He is named Ervil, and he is a dragon boy. Ooh. He seems fairly old. Yes, he is. Yeah, Ervil here, he's uh, kind of the, the, the expert in this city on artifacts of old. He's a little bit loony. I mean, he's, okay. he's getting up there. I mean, that's. So we. Good luck with him. Okay. So he's. He's uh, actually a, a blue dragonborn. Oh. Um, Lightning. He does, does does have glasses. Oh, hello, young sir. How may I help you? Um, question. Uh, I think you might know a, a, a friend of mine, uh, Rastin, the <laughs> wizard. <laughs> I trained Rastin when he was younger, yes. Oh. Um, Shoot, did you just get Kizzy? No. He, he actually directed... Me your way. Oh, what what led what to that? Uh, him in years. It, it, I'm guessing it's been about fourteen, if not more. Uh, about there, fourteen, about fifteen. There. He was a much younger lad than I suspect. Scout. Yes. Um, Probably as much younger as you. That's were. how age works. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I believe he was trying to do research on some amulets in the ah. Akenian desert. 
Oh, the le- the legacy artifacts. Yes. Yes. Um, I think would I be able to see any books or information you have on those? Oh, I have a few. Mika. Okay. He kind of goes, leads you into a very back, dusty library area. <laughs> Funny. I don't know what it is with you tieflings and looking at these things. Um, have there been other tieflings uh, recently? I, not not I, recently, I, but I, I remember a, a young woman looking into these a number of years mm-hmm. ago as well. What is it you're looking at? Uh, the the amulets that we're helping Rastin with. So there's information here about them? Yeah, Sorry. this this is the guy he learned about them from. So uh-huh. I wanted to see the stuff that Rastin... Okay, um, Kizzy is like... She was a little, like, um, not there until you were like, oh, it's the amulet. It's like, wait, what? And so yeah. she'll be a little bit more piqued interest. Okay. Um, on a side note, he's, on he's that... tottering with the king. Yeah, yeah. That tiefling, what, do you know exactly what she was looking for? Oh, number of things. She, she seemed very interested in these legacy artifacts. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would... Oh, been many years since I, she was she was here. But she used to come in, oh, two or three times a year and ask questions, and she actually helped me do some research on these things, actually. Oh. And he leads back, and there's a very small shelf in here. There's not a lot of information. I mean, he's kind of like, oh, here's where we have what we have. And he starts pulling scraps out. And okay. You, in fact, recognize a fair bit of the information that's that he, he shows you. Oh, I know, I know that symbol. <laughs> and you, you do recognize a few things about the, uh, you, you see pictures, Kizzy, of the Hearthstones, and you think, oh, I, I recognize those, and there's one, a little, little bit more information on, on one that you haven't seen. Wait, so there's four? No, there's three. There's okay. Four. But there's one of them, the one you haven't seen is the one there's more information yeah. on. Okay. Like, ah, oh, yes. These, these are the, the Hearthstones, is what we, we call them. They're one of many legacy artifacts that that shown up over the years. What categorizes them as a legacy artifact? Ah, it's an interesting question, young lady. Now you see, there, there are normal artifacts in the world. Things like, oh, horrible things, certainly. Sphere of Annihilation, something destroys anything that touches it. Ah, there's a deck of cards that's said to change reality around it itself. Things, but there, a lifetime could be used to create one of these, maybe two. But a legacy artifact is something that has survived down through beyond the ages that we even have historical records of. And it would have taken thousands of lifetimes to create one of them. The, the amount of magical energy that they possess, they are... I, I don't even know how, how they would be made. And they, there are a number of them, and even though they were made millennia apart from each other, they all seem to share threads of common creation. As if made by a similar design or purpose. I, it's, it's what's fascinating about them. But we still don't know where any of them came from. I myself have only seen one. Do you mind if I ask which one? Oh, I, uh, I, I can in fact tell you that. Uh, it was... We called it the Spellboard Talisman. Really? Yes. In fact, the young woman I was talking about earlier, she had it. That's probably why I remember her so well. Uh, we, we researched it, uh, and I, I saw it. There was a fascinating thing. Chance of a lifetime. I mean, 
There's not many of us in the world that understand and research these things. They're kind of given up as crazy. And, mm-hmm. uh, but there are some researchers have seen others. But none of, none, none of us have seen all of them, certainly. They, they lie hidden in, in tombs. They're obviously sought after things, so... That, that is the one I have seen. Very powerful. Do you have an image of what it looks like? Ah, yes, hold on. He goes and grabs off a shelf, and he, he does show you what it looks like. And it's kind of uh, two, two sides kind of swirl around each other. Um, it has an incredible ability to drink magic into it. And then release it again. It's an artifact that is both offensive and defensive. There are very few of the legacy artifacts that appear to be purely offensive. They all seem to be very rounded in their their purpose. And for the ones that are more offensive, there's one that's more defensive to balance it. So which ones would the heartstones be? They, They make up one that is called... The amulet of multiple essence. Or the crest of a canyon. Tends to ramble a little bit between <laughs> each thing. It's very interesting. But yes, there are many of them. And he starts kind of pulling down things that you guys can see him. And uh, there is one that he pulls down that kind of shocks you a little bit. It's just a picture. There's no information about it. In fact, there's no information about it other than just a rough sketch. And it looks like Bitsy's talisman. It's similar. It is not quite identical. And when I said, what, what's this? Oh, that... We don't know much about it. It's only images captured from old carvings in, in deep tombs. The young lady brought that to me, too. She, she had the mind of a scholar. Oh, she found so much. I don't know where she actually found out about it, but... She used to show up sometimes alone, sometimes with others. Who were the others? Oh, there was a, a human man. Oh, I remember names. Rawl. Rawl Donwin. I remember him. He was an interesting man. Very clever. There was a, another dragonborn. Uh, Azure Eye. I don't remember his first name, but Azure Eye was his... Azure and the feller? Yes, yes, yes. And then there was an elf. Strange elf. Aladrin. Not your high elf or wood elf. Strange magic in this one. Her name was a White Tree. I... But those were the only companions I remember her being with. Sometimes she came with them, sometimes she did not. But, uh, the last I saw her was seven years ago. Which one you saw seven years ago? Uh, the, the young woman. Uh, Amandine was her name. Okay. Uh, she showed up. It had been a year or so since I had seen her. Maybe maybe three. Some time since I would seen her anyways. And she came in. She was seemed in a hurry. She wanted some more information about some of the, the artifacts of the Spell War Talisman, I believe. And uh, she left. And I haven't seen her since that day. Are you, are you all right, young man? No. Thanks for listening. 
If you enjoyed our game tonight, and you have a minute or two, it would be great if you could rate and review us over on iTunes or Podbean. And if you're feeling particularly adventurous, subscribe so you can catch us next time. For announcements, contact information, or just some general information on the campaign, head over to throughthebalcony.podbean.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.